Welcome to episode 31 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Mikey from Radical Clothing. Enjoy the show. Hello, sausage. <laughs> How oh, guess what I did? Guess what I did? What did you do? I injured myself. Oh. How did you manage that? Oh, good finger, though. Yeah, I know. It's a, the best finger. For the listeners, I injured my middle finger. Um, I um, don't know. It's rather a pathetic injury. I sliced the whole top of my finger open on a bottle of ketchup. For the listeners, I've gone silent and I'm... <laughs> really? Squinting. <laughs> <laughs> really uh, yeah so it, it, it fell out the fridge the other day and like the lid like it's like a plastic lid it like cracked and part mm. of it broke off and i was trying to open it um so ellis asked for ketchup with his dinner and it's literally slipped and the edge was so fucking sharp it's literally just cut like the entire top of my finger off and i was just pissing blood all over the kitchen <laughs> see, see that was a mistake in hindsight yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Be honest. It so I'm a right. bit late. I was um the, the for the listeners, there are other brands of ketchup available. This uh this podcast yeah, but, yeah, but, is in yeah, no but way sponsored the, by Heinz. Why the fuck would you pick anything other than Heinz? This is true, but then why would you buy Heinz mayonnaise? I do like Heinz mayonnaise. Really? I don't mind I don't mind like, like, I don't know, I like Hellman's as well. But Heinz that's mayonnaise. Like, that's like buying that's like buying Hellman's ketchup. But Heinz mayonnaise tastes better out of a sachet. If I don't have a sachet of ketchup with something, the Heinz I don't know what I don't know what it is, but their mayonnaise tastes better out of a sachet than the Hellman's ones does. I I can't say I've ever eaten either mm. out of a, a sachet. I mean, you're missing out, really. That's that's my dinner this evening. It's um, a Heinz sachet of mayonnaise and a glass of tepid tap water. Oh, he's run away. Run away! The listeners, he's gone to go and grab some uh, Heinz ketchup and some uh, and some uh, mayonnaise. What are you saying? And that's why Darcy's a cunt. Those are all the reasons. (laughs) I've got to share with you what I can only assume is a prank. (laughs) Um, And it is... We spoke about this very briefly. It's a spectacular prank. I have a, a fair understanding of who it might be, um, but it is, like, the effort is astounding. So this bag came for me today from Dupe I've just accidentally flashed my address. You can cut that out. Um, uh, and in it is a piece of paper. I'm going to show you this piece of paper. All right. What the fuck is that? It's in some rough Photoshop, but quite excellent. Jack of All Knives Exclusive Members Club. Greetings, fellow knife connoisseur. Connoisseur, spoke it correctly. <laughs> and welcome to the Exclusive Members Only Knife Club. Just like to note that most of this is in Comic Sans MS, which is obviously... Really? Right. To welcome you to the club, please... Oh, a loved one has kindly subscribed you to the Jack of All Knives Knife Party, <laughs> where we randomly select and send you the best knives we come across <laughs> on our travels from around the world. 
<laughs> to welcome you to the club, please find enclosed your limited edition one of a kind members tea, along with your first knife. We hope you enjoy your first knife and that it take pride of place within your collection. Until next time, stay sharp like a knife. And then Brilliant. there's and then there's like Jack for some reason Jack Nicholson <laughs> on playing cards and there's blood. And there's actually a couple of knives I do own, which is this one here, which is the CVV Elementum, and this and the CRKG one up here. Um, really but there's more. <laughs> well, at this stage, we know it's a listener because yeah. this is going to be following on from Tinker and Fixer's episode. Yes, yeah, almost certainly. Um, so, uh, uh, so there's a shitload of stickers in it. I mean, it, I just I just want to clarify this. You know, it's not me. Because when the fuck do I have the time to do something? I'm fairly. It's it's either Paul, it's either Paul, or it's um or it's Connor and Jack, which would make oh. sense. Like connoisseur, he's spelt poorly, and Jack uh, and, of all. And I, Jack, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. There's loads of stickers, right? <laughs> like shit, loads of stickers, but they're printed on like what I can only describe as. The stickers that you get a parking ticket from. They're literally parking no, ticket stickers. I've, I've got I've got some. They're, they're here. Look, it's from this machine. Look at <laughs> this. <laughs> right, okay. So it's from that machine. Okay. It's a label printer. So someone that's got a label printer. Right, so we're, we're working this out. But wait, there's more. <laughs> there's, there's a knife, right? There's a knife in here. Uh, jack of all knives. Collector's edition knife CP Con Apprentice, maybe mm. six six two seven two, uh, and it's just a knife that's uh, been used and it's got butter and jam all over it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can see why I was excited to share this with you. <laughs> There's more. Oh, oh. Gildan oh, Ultra I'm Cotton crying. T-shirt. I'm up. crying. Fuck you, ready, you ready for this? You ready for this? <laughs> this, is, this is some high quality merch, right? And this is, this is what makes me think it might be Jack and Connor as well because um, it's vinyl. I know they've got a vinyl machine because I have to teach them how to use it. Um, I don't think Paul does. Right. For the listener, it's like um, it's like a parental advisory, but in Comic Sans MS, and it says Jack of All Knives, and there are mistakes all over it. There's random bits oh. of vinyl. But wait, there's more. Oh, no. If you turn it round, I've had to rip this open to see what it was. They they repressed <laughs> some scraps of vinyl over a piece of foil, and then there's a Jack playing card underneath. Oh, that's fucking killed me. <laughs> it feels like I'm having a, it feels like a fever dream. Honestly, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. Oh, does it say uh does it say how often you're you get your subscription? I don't know, but I've got, no, I, I I would assume it's a one-off. <laughs> oh, oh god. That's good, isn't it? Oh that's fucking brilliant. So whoever I, played I that prank on me, who the, I'm, I'm don't know who the fuck who has was. done that. Genuinely, yeah. 
Oh Jesus! Oh. It's good though, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. It's very, very good. I mean, there's some there's some high quality um Photoshop that's happened here. <laughs> there's like blood all over everything. Like, <laughs> oh. yeah. I've just text Jack and ask him if it's him on the pod, so we can get an answer later. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, but that that has had me like buckled today. That's fucking brilliant. Oh, genuinely fucking brilliant. Oh, excuse me, I have a delivery. Bear with me one second. All right. Delicious tea. You can let go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking showing it to me, wafting it past me beak and back again. <laughs> oh, hold on. Keep going. The camera's there. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> For, for the oh. listener, um, Joanna just uh, entered a part of her body into frame, and that part of the body is the piece that of Darcy's body that's currently broken. The penis. No, not the penis, the middle finger. <laughs> the guest is here. So, yeah. Oh. Exciting. That, so, is, uh, that is tremendous, that. It's wonderful, isn't it? It's just the, yeah. effort, the effort that someone's gone to to do that. Hmm. Just need to As find I said, out who... you you know very well it's not me. No, <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's not you. You're not that good at Photoshop. I... No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> oh fucking hell! Um, right, let's get back on track. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's really fucking tickled me that. Um, yeah. So today we've got Mikey from Radical Clothing. I'm going to yeah. like this one because they do snowboard stuff. Mm, they do, they mm. do. Yeah, it's very much um, surf and snow inspired stuff. Mm. So yeah, he's here and waiting. So let's get him in. If, let's uh... let him in. <laughs> it's like my mug. <laughs> What's it say? It's it's a it's a uh, rabbit doing oh. computer work. I like that. I like oh, that. there we go. Hang Hello, Hello mate. Can you can you hear me? All right. Yeah. yeah, you sound great, mate. Yes, we can hear you, Clem Fandango. Fantastic. I've got a, a brand new microphone that I've never used before. You sound oh, really nice. crispy and lovely. 20 quid, Amazon. Mate, look at that. <laughs> You've got, you got to get it a bit more in frame, so you got to, you got to be all like... What's that I, I want to get yeah. that without, like... Yeah, that is... Oh. You've got too much frame. You might be able to get a bit yeah. in, just a little bit of the... A little bit more of the... Maybe if I like spend the whole time just doing this. Oh, was it on? I was. Oh, the way you moved it so smoothly. Oh, I thought it was on like an arm. No, it's on like a tiny little tripod thing. Uh, yeah. So it's my pab. Pab's really posh, and he's got like one of the uh, one of on. the dangly things. Mine's on a. I beg your pardon. I've got a. Pab's got a little dangly thing. Mine's on. A, mine's on an arm. Look. Oh, it came with that. That's pretty it's good. Like when he drops I mean, it down, it looks like the Death Star's coming in. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can. <laughs> oh, no, that, that, that looked really dodgy for a second there. <laughs> it like you've been attacked by a, a flock of dildos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, Great start. How's it going? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. I was sat here and I was like, oh... I haven't had any contact with these guys in like over a week. I was like, it's probably it's gone ten past seven. 
if they're anything like me, they've definitely forgotten and just gone. <laughs> we, we don't generally oh, forget. It. No, actually, we, I don't we, think we've ever forgotten to... one. No, we haven't. We have had it, I think, on a couple of occasions where guests have forgotten they were supposed to be on, even though, like, me reminding them a few hours before, and they're like, yeah, yeah, still good. And then it gets to, like, an hour later, it's like, where are you guys? Just popped out to the shop. <laughs> I've got dinner. We always yeah. do our little our little um preamble at the start, so we like we have a little like pre chat. Actually, do you know what I didn't do? There's one thing I always do, but I didn't do, which was the like we have to like encourage people to like and share and whatnot. Um, ah, I didn't, I didn't do send that. you. A, I didn't send you a picture yet either because literally right. we had a conversation about it, and then I shot off to Italy for like over for like ten days. And then oh, that sounds awful. On. That sounds terrible. Oh, it was absolutely awful. Yeah. It was loose, loving it. Yeah, maybe it was awful. Do you want to do a do you want to do a random like like and subscribe and share thing for us? Just make something <laughs> up off the top of your head, a reason why they have to do it. I'm not very good at this kind of stuff. Like we did a um I worked with a kind of video production company uh last year to do a photo shoot and video shoot. And then right at the end they asked me to do like a testimonial piece to tell people why it was so good. And mm. they were like, three, two, one, go. And I went, these guys are really good. There we go. That's that's good enough for me. That'll do. Well. Yeah, these guys are really good. Listen, listen, listener, you have to like and share because according to Radical Clothing, these guys are really good. <laughs> I just said really rad. I'm not very good at this. Really <laughs> rad. You should have really. I'll, I'll redo oh. it. Hold on. I'll redo it. Listener, you have to like and share and comment and subscribe and uh, send me your postal address so I can send you my used socks in the mail. Because radical clothing said that we're really rad. <laughs> I mean, oh, excellent. So far, it's pretty rad. Yeah. So. <laughs> so far, just wait until we get into it. You'll think, "Fucking, I need to get off now." <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a, a rainy Wednesday evening here, and it's just shit. Well, that's it's, right. it's been glorious. I'm in Cornwall. Yeah. Uh, nice. In sunny, sunny Cornwall, where. The last few days, it's teased us with uh, like amazing sunshine, and then you step mm. outside, and it's like, oh my yeah. god, it's so cold. <laughs> Whereabouts in Cornwall Absolutely. are you? I'm saying this, like um, I know where Cornwall, like everything in Cornwall, but I'm in Truro, which yep. is the I've heard capital. of it. Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the capital, <clears throat> the big city of Cornwall. Surely, the capital uh, of Cornwall is C. Yeah, that would make more sense. There's probably more people in the sea than there is in the capital of Cornwall. It's just, honestly, it's shocking down here because uh, I say it's shocking. It's it's lockdown caused everyone to kind of influx to live their dream and move to Cornwall. Yeah, so everyone basically went, "Oh, sweet, my office is closed. I'm moving to Cornwall. It's going to be fantastic. It's really, really good." Um, But Truro itself, which used to be quite a busy, bustling kind of small city. Um, with loads and loads of cool shops. All the shops have closed, well, not all of them, but a lot of the shops have closed down because a lot of the uh, landlords of the shops live in London and they see they see right. the word city and they go, cool, London, rent prices because it's a city. It's it's so quiet down here in the winter um, that it's just, it's shocking to walk down the street and just see like shop next to shop next to shop that are just all empty and vacant mm. and they have been now for the last six months and they're just not doing anything to fill it um whereas you've got the coastal towns that thrive in the summer mm. because you know 
it's Cornwall, summer, beach. But this like this town is just it's dying slowly. Like it's kind of yeah, it's kind of shocking. This episode is sponsored by the Truro Tourist Information Board. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's but the only part that I'll be serious about. We've had this <laughs> we've had this like conversation before, like uh, about like high streets and kind of what's been done to kind of like help them and everything. And the answer is nothing. Nothing. It's just you know councils don't give a fuck. Basically, but they're going. Basically... They're trying to entice local businesses out to take up these spaces, but doing nothing to actually entice people. It's just, it's stupid. Half, half the issue is the fact that banks have been allowed to close everywhere. And mm, yeah. 90% of the shops I went in, I went in because I had to go into the bank. Yeah, that's true. So that, that was, so once you start losing banks everywhere, like, well, you're going to, you have to specifically have a reason to go in. You have to be a destination shop now. Yeah. It's, I, I'm not, I'm not going to bore you with it, but even the local post office is shit. Like, it's not it's not <laughs> even the local and i spend a lot of time going to the post office with a lot yeah. of parcels to send out and mm. i actually jump in the car and drive five minutes out of town to go to a post office which is in the village shop because it's quicker than me to go into town queue up for 45 minutes to then speak to someone who's shit at their job basically so I always think it. like post Ran office over. people, some of them are like this episode support? is sponsored by the post office. <laughs> <laughs> Not my little post office. <laughs> him, and they put their prices up. It's like one yeah, of them for even, first class now. Don't I mean that's that's part like I mean having your own brand is hard work because it's it's basically jumped yeah. from what three sixty-five for a first class kind of parcel to like four eighty-five now. And you're like, oh, do I have to put my prices up on my postage? Yeah, I'm trying to keep everything down at the moment to get everyone, mm. you know, to keep it fair. I got, I got into a board. row with my post office a little while back because when we were sending, uh, so we have like socks and beanies and stuff like that. But when when we'd send like a pair of socks, I'd send them in one of these, which are fairly small. So yeah. my hand for comparison. Obviously, top top falls down. So yeah. unless we were taping the bottom flat, they was charging us as a small parcel rather than the uh, large letter, which is like on. a quid fifty more. And they kept doing it and kept doing it. So I was like, all right, okay, I'll start taping it down. And for about a week, they were charging it as like a like a large letter. And then they suddenly just stopped doing it. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, this is literally money I'm because we have a drop and go account, so we drop right. it in. Oh, and it you just drop gets it all dealt day. with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like we don't even have like the option to like argue it. It's like it's already gone. And yeah. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like that that quite clearly fits through a letterbox, even if the, the bottom was folded out. And our standard t-shirt parcels fit through a letterbox because that's why I've got Ugh. them. But for that, yeah. they charge a small parcel. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. When they oh. pull out that little plastic thing and they try and yeah. like and they, they, they know, kind of gently it nudge it and it's like oh it doesn't fit and it won't fit i'm like bullshit it just reminds oh, me of like... the scene from little britain it's like computer says no <laughs> thing is, I've, I've never seen a postman be that gentle when ramming a letter into a yeah, into, into, an, into a letter orifice, whatever they're called. Post box, whatever they're called. A letter orifice. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> that is, that's that's letterbox. Letterbox. Yeah, that's oh. a postman trying to like ram a vinyl record through oh, my God. letterbox. 
And I was like, and I, I, I stood there at the window watching him. I was like, and I literally opened the window. I was like, it's not going to fit. After <laughs> like a couple of minutes of him, like, <clears throat> I was like, it's not. Just kick it into just, the door. Just ring the doorbell. I'll, I'll just take it out of your hand because now that thing is going to be broken and I can't play it. Oh, it was it was it broken? No, they packaged it really well. Excellent. What was it? <laughs> what vinyl was it? Ah, oh, do you know what? I cannot remember. They come in. That's that's my drug of choice. Oh, moment. is it? Yeah. For the last for the last ten years, that's basically all my money goes on records. And is, cool uh... and cool neon signs. Uh, another Amazon purchase. Uh, really I think cool. it was eleven, eleven ninety nine. I've got, I know, got two uh, of them. We, have, we Ooh, haven't done pink. A, well, it's much bigger than I thought it was. Intro, uh, I haven't <laughs> yeah, done an intro like... for you yet. But before we kind of jump into it, what's your? Um, this is me just being fucking nosy. But what's your yeah. pride and joy in your record collection? Oh, do you know what? There's there's a couple in there. Um, there's a tall. I say this as a record. I ask this question as a record collector myself. So. Right. I'm just curious. There's a tall there's a tall vinyl I got in there from Australia, which I paid I think I paid like thirty-five Australian dollars for when I lived there. And I've seen it for sale here for like a hundred and sixty quid. And I'm like, oh. good good one, me. Um there's a couple uh, there's a couple of that band Crumbin. Um the kind of rare they released like you know, two hundred copies of one vinyl back when they were small and I'm like, yeah, I'll pay ten pounds for one of those. And now they're like, well, you know, they go on Discogs for like six, seven hundred pounds for one. Christ. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This the the vinyl, the, you know, it's it's crazy. It's cutthroat. Now. I only own two yeah. vinyls. I own one one um of a single by uh, a band called The Music. Mm-hmm. Um which I got when I pre ordered tickets tickets to their show. And yeah. I bought the no, second what, one as what, well. what's on the vinyl perf? The music is on the vinyl. The band called The Music, Darcy. <laughs> Listen, Captain no, Haddock. What's the band called? I actually had this conversation when trying to order a CD in HMV many moons ago of the music, and the guy typed it into the... I think I mentioned it on here before. The guy typed it into the search thing and was like, look, this just isn't going to fucking work, mate. There's no way I can search for a band called <laughs> The Music on this the system. Music. It, it just come up with everything. Uh, yeah, the Do other one is a vinyl that I bought this year. And it's oh. um, uh, I bought it because it was no, I don't not really. Oh. I, I appreciate her as, a, as an artist, but she's not really my Adele? thing. No, it was um, uh, too many Little DJs. Mixed. They did a, oh. they did a an anniversary release of yeah. the of part two, and I was and my yeah. friends. My friend messaged me and said, "Look what H and V are doing." I was like, "What?" And I was like, "Fuck!" And I was like, "I have to own that." I don't, I don't, I don't think I own a record player. I was like, "I have to own that." Just for when I do own a record player, and mm. uh, and I was away at the time, and I was messaging my missus. I was like, you, "These are fucking limited. Get on there, go, go. Fight right now!" And she's like, "Okay, okay, I'll go do it." And then she was like, "There's like a bundle deal. Do you want it?" So I don't give a fuck. Just I don't care what just you buy. It. Just as long as you get that one. <laughs> so there's yeah. the only two. I've got it's. One. I mean, it's one of those things. It's it's like that's my relaxing time. That's my downtime. Like I love just. There's something about this the art form of it. Like you put a record on. Mm. And you look at that twelve-inch kind of sleeve, and you kind of you actually read it, like how music was supposed to be, you know, back in the kind of seventies and eighties. Also, there's a pause because mm. you have to turn it over, so it makes you like yeah. actually yeah. have to enjoy the music it a little bit more. Yeah, I've mm. yeah. I've got two that are like right up there in my kind of like pride and joy collection. Well, I've got I've got a few, but two really stand out. One is um, I bought it for my other half, 
and it's here to eternity yeah. live by the clash like the clash's live album it's oh, like wow. a double fold out sleeve one i bought yeah. it for about i mean it was expensive at the time it must have been about 40 45 quid or something like that yeah. But I went on eBay not too long ago because I was just curious and it's going for like four or 500 quid. And I was Damn. like, fuck. I was like, no, we're not selling that. And then my no. other one, which is now you just cannot get anywhere, is uh, Mosley Shoals by Ocean Colour Scene. Oh, it's like the red nice. one, like the limited wow. edition red one. I fucking picked yeah. that up in like a record shop like fucking years ago. Um, yeah. And I completely forgot I had it. And I was going through my record collection um, not too long ago because we've got a new record cabinet um and um yeah found it and i was just like oh fuck completely forgot i had this it's like it's crazy because you like i bought fleetwood mac rumors in a Mm. charity shop in london when i lived in london for a pound and it had the original hmv sticker on it and it was like 6.99 or whatever it was from like 1978 or whatever and i was like (laughs) oh amazing and then the next day i went into hmv on oxford street and the reissue of Fleetwood Mac Rumours, nothing special about it, just literally they've just repressed it yeah, yeah. now, was 45 quid. And I was like, mm. you just go to a charity shop and just buy it for a pound. It's yeah. mad, isn't it? it 45 quid. 45 quid. That's like, what we did um, for our wedding favours. We uh, we went out to all the charity shops and we bought a shit ton of one-inch uh, uh, singles. But say yeah. one-inch singles. I was like, that's one-inch cool, singles. Isn't it? Um, seven inch sounds, sounds like a good dating site for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one inch yeah, singles. literally just bought loads of singles, and a, a, a massive amount of them were crap. But we listened to all of them, see to see what was broken, what oh. worked, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and just gave them as favors. But all in all, for like our favors, it cost us like fifty quid for like hundred fifty. That's quid, amazing. I guess. And I was just that's like, pretty good. Yep, cool. I'm I'm only going to talk about this the one time because. I don't want to talk about it anymore, but my when I got married, our guest book, we, we went to a charity shop and bought four 12-inch and then put them in a frame and left gold mm. and silver pens. So everyone signed the records and then we put the records up above the, cool. uh, above the record player. Uh, I'm nice. now divorced, so... Oh, <laughs> did, you keep, did you keep two records each? <laughs> I think I've actually... I think I've got all of them. Uh, I don't know where they are. Like really care well congratulations on your divorce well thank you very much no no i say i say divorced it's 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 the final part isn't is basically now Um, no 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 happy couple has ever gotten divorced that would be really tragic if if like a really happy couple were like should we just get divorced they'd be like that would be really tragic but we have a a divorce party that'd be great that would be amazing (laughs) it's almost worth getting married what for having a divorce party do I know? I can, um, <laughs> I can tell oh. you this now, like, yeah, but it's a, it's, yeah, it's a stressful time. Going through it, you're like, this is great, this is amazing, this is really cool, and like, oh, yeah, everything's so great, and then you come out the other side and go, that was, that was a long, hard, expensive ride. Like, I'd probably say my record collection was, would be twice as big. If it wasn't for, <laughs> I, I, I love how you've you, you've you you've rated how expensive records. your divorce was based on the amount of records you could own. Well, I mean, figures if she ever listens to this, I can be like, <laughs> and also give my records back that you stole, you bitch. Come on. Oh, should we go around there? It's quite uh, a long way. Quite a long way from here. If, you, if it's also in Truro. Well, it's Exeter, so it's not. You know, 
I mean, it's still like, fucking falling a bit out of drive. <laughs> Where are you guys? Uh, so Darcy is just outside Brighton, north of Brighton. Ah, uh, okay. And yeah. I'm even further east, so I'm the other side of Hastings. Ah, okay. So we're. I, long... to, I lived in Brighton. Oh, so you'll probably know all the places that that um that Darcy knows. One one of the guests we had on, actually, we're good friends with uh, Connor. Yeah. He um he goes to he lives down in Tenby. Yeah. And he goes to Brighton for his haircut. That's what he does. Like he goes there to get not <laughs> obviously he doesn't go like every three weeks or whatever, but he, he goes he there's loads of friends he's got in Brighton from when he lived there. So he makes a yeah. point of saving up and like growing his hair long and then <laughs> just go when he goes to Brighton, he's like well, he's got his won't be barbers he goes to and he's like, Yep, yeah, Bosch like gets his hair cut, does all the things he has to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I was talking about it yesterday and I was like, I would actually go to Brighton just for the day, just to go to Pompoco. It's... See, I don't know anything in Brighton. So what is a, what what? Is a Pompoco? Well, I do. Like, it's... I've been there loads, but I, I never remember shops or restaurants it's... or anything. It's the little Japanese cafe kind of mm. restaurant thing. It's tiny, mm. but like a, ca- like a katsu chicken curry is £4 or was £4 instead of Wagamama's, you know, 15 quid. And it's better. Where is like, it? I'm going to write this down. It is, it's in the lanes. It's by... Oh, my God. I mean, I haven't been to Brighton. I haven't been to Brighton now. And I moved out of Brighton in 2012. So, yeah, it's, it's been a while. But let's um, ask um, Darcy if it's still there. Yeah. I hope it is, because it was always heaving. And their turnaround was so quick. Like you'd, you'd literally you'd sit down, you'd order your food, your food would just appear like like that. You're like, oh, fuck, I need it. And they're already like, it's a tiny little place and they're already pushing you out the door. Darcy, like, does Pompoco still exist in Brighton? Yeah. There you yes. go. Fantastic. It's fucking awesome. We're all going to go there for dinner next week. You're going to come all the way from Truro. <laughs> yeah. I'll go to Resident. <laughs> I'll stock up in Resident on records, get some lunch in there. And then drown my sorrows in fortune and war. Done. Nice. Gosh. Nice. I'll meet Easy. you there. <laughs> Sweet. Done. Sorted. Should, should we do um should we do a little intro then? Yeah, we probably should officially start the podcast. <laughs> Hit record, Darcy. <laughs> I know, we are recording. Yeah, we are. Yeah, recording. yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we jump into it, and obviously we can carry on whatever you mean after we jumped comes. into it. <laughs> yeah, after we've jumped into it. Um, do you want to tell us who you are, a little bit about you, and what your brand is? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm shit at this, by the way. I'm not very good at this. Uh, but my name is Mikey, um, and I founded uh, Radical Clothing. Um, basically, the idea is clothing brand that's kind of based in the kind of outdoor sports um and kind of the music in terms of kind of like you know rock and, and kind of indie and that kind of stuff but also trying to raise uh mental health awareness within those kind of those categories really um it's a, been a long struggle trying to get it there but it's 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 working and it's 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 happening so yeah do you want do you want to give the listener a quick description of the type of garments that you have yeah, sure. So we sell um, we've got the new thing we've got at the moment, and I'm really happy about this. Is uh, made in Cornwall fleeces. I saw those; they look really fucking cool, really yeah, fucking cool. Because they got quite a. It's almost like a quarter zip, but it goes down further, doesn't it? It's got a longer. Yeah, I really fucking like them. Yeah, they're cool. I like them. They're just. 
do you know what? Like the the thing about this is that when you and you guys will know this that when you have a clothing brand, you start a clothing brand, you are buying your stuff from uh, you know a wholesale place where everybody seems to be mm-hmm. getting the same wholesale stuff. So the same, you know, with beanies, yeah. everyone is using the Beachfield standard mm. beanies and whacking a label on the side um mm. so, you know, says the guy who's i've seen people charging 55 quid for those <laughs> 55 quid i've seen them i've seen them advertised for 55 pounds in shops yeah i saw there was a sh- i went to a shop in camden um at the end of last summer and it was like a boutique kind of fashioning shop they're not even removing the label like the, the actual, mm. you know, the outside Kimballed label, all the label on the inside, and they were selling them for thirty quid. And I was like, if you Google Matt Beanie, you will see that it costs some price. What? Not even, not even like decorating them. No, nothing. Completely plain. Just selling them black because they're not allowed Just to do the... that. Are yeah, they not? They are, no, they're lo- a lot of that stuff. There's like very strict like yeah, policies. You're not, on... you're not allowed to resell it without decorating it. Mm. They hadn't even taken the little Beachfield swing tag off of it, and they had That's like mental. a basket full of them. They were selling them for thirty quid. And I remember because I picked one up and I was like, "Huh, if these guys can sell them blank for thirty quid, and I'm selling mine for like fifteen pounds, mm. maybe mm. I should double it." <laughs> like, mm. it's it's one of those things where you know you you everyone's buying the same you know the stuff from the wholesalers tend to have the same carry the same brands and the same blanks yeah. and the more money you put into it the high quality stuff you can get um and i found this with with you want to try and stand out a little bit you want to try and be kind of the next step up or do what you can to be a little bit different and i wanted colorful fleeces but i didn't want to have to go to you know europe india china and say, I want these fleeces done. Oh, you want a minimum of 500 then? Like, mm. what if I don't sell 500? I mean, you know, I'm sat on them for a long time. So I managed to, you know, I put out a lot of emails, a lot of phone calls to kind of local people, uh, you know, tailors and seamstresses. I was like, this is what I want. Can you do it? And one lovely lady in Cornwall turned around and went, I can do that. Let's do it. That's perfect. Yeah, she spent the. We, I, we wanted them for winter, but um, she ended up getting busier than she expected. So she's just spent January and February basically making me a shit ton of fleeces, basically in four different colorways. Yeah, so, I was I was eyeing them up earlier because they're quite cool. They're quite a nice. Um, they're just they're colourful, which is it's something you yeah. don't see. Like generally speaking, when you buy garments, it's they're in one colour or they've got like a small detail of a different colour or something. But what yeah. you've got there is actually, like, interestingly colourful. She's, I mean, she's colour contract. I don't know if you can see, but the, 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 they've even got purple, like, binding that's not the same as the front on the actual, like, on the cuffs and the hem of it as well, which I was like... And on the, there's a little label she's got put on the inside as well that just says, made in Cornwall. And I was like... It's really cool. Done. It's really cool. <laughs> How much are you retailing those for? I'm selling for I'm 65 done. How? I was gonna say, I'm literally on your site now. <laughs> How? Because I saw them on your Facebook, on your Facebook, on your Instagram. And I was like, they're yeah. really fucking cool. And I saw they're made in Cornwall. And I was like, that's banging. Mm. And in my head, yeah. they're like 110. Yeah, 110, 120. The travel, like, I mean, the industry that I'm, well, the, the, my target audience when I started was that kind of surf, skate, snowboard kind of mm. industry. 
Um, all the people who go sideways. All the people that go sideways. Hmm. And maybe some skiers who, hmm. but you know, we don't talk about them so much. Um, <laughs> oh, shut up. The, the, the trouble is. <laughs> oh, how, do, how do we put you into a breakout room? <laughs> <laughs> he can go and have a little bit of time by himself. I, I do, I do snowboard. Facer. I do sn- snowboard and I do skate. And I have okay, so. So, well, well, forgive me. Tick all the boxes. <laughs> That's fine. The, just, the trouble is when you're. Oh. What, what, what's that? Dinner's ready. I got. I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, like those. There's brands out there like, you know, Quick. Even Route One, for example. Like they're they're Columbia under the you know brand that's doing it. Very colourful fleeces at a really decent price. You know, they're selling yeah. them for like forty five to fifty pounds. And when you when you're up against that the competition is it's tough like why would you spend you know 85 90 pounds on one from me when you could get mass produced one from a bigger brand for a lot cheaper and i think you know it's i can go on about this for for hours and hours on end it's it's tough we did a christmas market in truro you know for a few weeks leading up to christmas and it was the first time they kind of had a clothing brand there and the first few days they stuck us directly opposite the primark entrance oh, and it, like how do you can like how do you compete when you've got hoodies that you can't it's impossible pounds? because the people yeah. who shop in primark aren't going to come and shop at you because they want a, a three pound pair of jeans or a, exactly. or a 50p t-shirt or whatever that's going to fall apart after two washers like it, that exactly. that sort of industry is like it's sad to say is for brands of our size, it's impossible to compete against. You just can't. I mean, you can make a, a small dent, but like actually competing with that and pulling business away from them is just—they're just like a behemoth of crap. So yeah, it yeah. is, and it's—it was—it was very tough for those few days to like and watch this. You know, it's, it's coming. You know, it's December. It's coming to Christmas, and the stream of mm. people going into Primark and I'd probably say one out of every 50 would stop on our stand and have a, have a little, like, you know, a gradual flick and then turn around and walk away again. And I had to turn around to the guy and go, we can't, I can't have my spot here. It's, it's absolutely destroying me. Like there's just no, these aren't my customers and they're coming out. They're seeing, you know, we did a massive, you know, big flags out and banners up and everything and trying to make it look as, as, you know, big as possible. And they just, no, when they're, when, you, when they're selling, you know, recycled polyester hoodies for nine pounds or whatever it is, mm. you, can't, you can't compete with that at all. Mm. I think what you got. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of you, you can you can if you're in that kind of position, it's kind of like you can look as amazing as you can. But I think the and this isn't kind of like bitching about the type of people who shop at Primark because it's like I have shopped at Primark for my kid because kids grow like fucking god knows what and if i was shopping oh, yeah. at expensive shops all the time i mean i'm skint enough as it is put it that way yeah. um <laughs> but it's like if you're stationed in front of primark there's a very specific clientele that shop there it's like if they can get a fleece in primark for five ten pound or whatever they're not going to come over to you or they might do because it looks cool and then go oh fucking hell that's expensive because they've just been in primark exactly and yeah. we were talk- having a conversation the other day about, I don't know if you guys know about, uh, like, dry robes, the changing robes. Yeah. yeah. So they were, you know, 
they've been massive now for the last few years. Um, and everyone has been trying to jump on this bandwagon to try and get, you know, drive over the original guys. They do the kind of, you know, the, the classic one is the camo with the pink on the inside. Mm-hmm. And they retail I think, for £165. And everyone mm-hmm. wanted to do their own ones. And they companies started coming out with blanks and being like, you know, you can embroider on this, you can print on this, it's really good. They still, you know, still having to retail them for like a hundred pounds. And I was like, oh, okay, we could do this, you know, for the kind of water sports side of things. I've seen people walking their dogs in them in the rain and stuff. And then Primark came out, 45 pounds, done. And that's it. Mm, yeah. Like the minute they do it, that's it. That that market is saturated and stuff. So, tell you what you could do. Buy the Primark ones. Yeah. <laughs> Rebrand them. That ain't a bad shout, is it? That ain't a bad Literally. shout. Like we've we've talked well, about you... it on here before. Like if you ever got a rush job in and it's like you couldn't get a hold of any blanks, it's like why not like I would be it, straight it, to Primark, yeah. Yeah. Most of the time when it's a rush job, it's promotional stuff. Yeah. Anyway. So it's like they don't really fucking care. Like me and Pat yeah. both run print shops, we've both seen that. Um, yeah. So it's like you probably could go to Primark and go to the sales section and get fucking t-shirts for fifty p. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it doesn't matter it's if they don't. Nice things. I went into Primark today because I had to go pick some change up from the bank, and I have a very specific bag that I take to carry the change in, and I forgot my bag, and I was like, I'm going to buy a cheap bag. What for putting the change in? And I was like, where better to get a cheap bag than Primark? Primark. So I went in Primark yeah. and they didn't have any cheap bags. The cheapest bag in there was £27. I just what, wanted what? like I just wanted like a like a backpack type thing. It's quite heavy, so I need to like put it on my so I was like, oh, yeah. I can't be doing that. There was a um uh what's it called? Not Mountain Trader. Mountain Warehouse. Mountain Warehouse. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think it was one of them. Went in there. And there was like a tote bag that also had shoulder straps on it, seven ninety nine. I was like, "Bosh, that'll do me." Done. And and the lady said, "Oh, should I take the tags off?" I said, "No, keep the tags on because I'll be returning this next week." <laughs> <laughs> and she said, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, I'm I'm literally picking and change up from the bank, and I forgot my usual bag, and I don't need to own two bags, so I will take care of it very well. And then when I come in next week, I will return this for a full refund." <laughs> How, how did that go down? Well, she well was like, I'd already, I'd, I'd already paid for it at that point. So, like, oh. <laughs> all I've done is put a plastic bag, a big heavy plastic bag inside it, and walked it to the car. That's literally all I've done with it. That's it. And then took it yeah. back out the other side, and I've put it. They even tried to give it to me in a plastic bag, and I was thinking maybe I can That's... just take the plastic bag, <laughs> but it, it wouldn't have been strong enough. <laughs> Yeah, but Primark oh, was surprisingly God. expensive. But also, I went in there. And the second I walked in there, I got the rage because it is just—I'm yep. not. Wouldn't say I'm a neat freak. I'm not a neat freak, but I like things like tidy, particularly in shops. Mm. And it's just yeah. chaos, isn't it? Utter chaos. It's chaos. Oh, the fact that they like, you know, the, the the ones on Oxford Street in London, like the fact no, that they sweep oh, forgives me a fucking aneurysm. That that they sweep the stuff off the floor, like the hangers oh. and stuff. And I'm like, I can't, I just, this is this too much. And also we were talking no, it's about this. Just the, it's the definition of fast fashion though, isn't it? That, that, it is. that kind of, you know, you go into the Primarchs in like, there's a massive one in Birmingham as well, or like on Oxford Street and stuff. And it's literally sweeping the hangers off before because people are just picking stuff up, throwing it on the floor or whatever. And it's yeah. like just a complete disregard for kind of 
you know, the, a the garments themselves. I'm, I'm not saying garments have fucking feelings or anything like that, but it's like the complete disregard for kind of like how something's made, like and the value of it. Mm. Yeah, it's like everything has just become so consumable, and it shouldn't fucking be that way. Like even like so, so um, I, I was going to say I work out, but I did work out up until today at another print shop. Um, oh. but, and it was like any time there was like slight. He got fired stuff, for but... wanking into the plastisol. I, I was going to say con- congratulations <laughs> I, or I, commissaries. I, I, no, no, no. I, I didn't get fired. I left. Um, <laughs> I, uh, they couldn't guarantee me the work and it was, yeah, whatever. I just sent them off. Um, but yeah, anytime there was like slight misprints, they'd be like, I oh, will just chuck that in the scrap heap and we use it for like misprints. And it's like, hang on a sec. It's like, that's like a, like this, what I'm wearing right now is a Russell yeah. athletic, athletic hoodie or zip up hoodie and yeah. they're really really nice hoodies yeah, and they yeah. were just gonna mush plastic on it onto it for fucking test prints i'd be like no i'm having that nah. in my bag in my bag yeah. and then like so many times like we'll get like nice garments and they're misprinted and just basically just chuck it in the bin it's like i know you have to keep some stuff aside to do te- test prints and everything like that it's like the nice stuff it's like that's all right but well, i'm gonna have that <laughs> Yeah, yeah you know. well, this we've something that I'm starting to do. I, I, try I, always, to... I, I can say this because I've left now, but I always used to misprint an XL <laughs> t shirt if it was a designer like. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> care anymore, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, fair. <laughs> we, there's something that, that we, we're trying to do this, um, especially this summer. I tried doing it before Christmas, but it, uh, it didn't really kind of take off, and there was no way for me to kind of put it online. Um, I went to a um, one of those vintage fairs um, mm. back in like November. Um, there was a two day vintage fair. And it was one of those kilo, like the kilo you buy by the oh, kilo. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I thought it was until five o'clock, and it was actually only on until half past four. I turned up at like quarter past four, and they were they were bagging stuff up, and they were just putting it in black bags. And I said, if it's still all right for me to have a look. And they were like, yeah, there's not much left. We're, you know, we're getting rid of it. And I said to the guy, well, you know, what are you doing with it? And he goes, well, we've been here for two days. We can't sell it. If the stuff that's left, it's not going to be sold, goes in the bin. And I was yeah. like, what? It just, you, just throw, you just throw it away. He was like, yeah, yeah, we're just going to just, we'll just, you know, just bin it. I was like, you recycle it? They're like, no, nah, it's too much to bother with all the recycling. So we just bin it all. So I literally walked in, I walked up to a rail of just shirts, basically, and I just grabbed like what I thought would be about a kilo's worth and just walked up to Till was like, I'll take all these, please. And the guy was like, you haven't haven't tried them on or anything. I was like, I don't care. Just bag it up. And it came to like three kilos worth. And I was like, cool, taking these. And I went home and someone said to me, what what are you going to do with that? Like you, what's, I said, right. Well, number one, and I said, I don't want this stuff going into landfill. Because yeah. what you find is older garments, like shirts and hoodies and jackets from mm. 20 years ago, 30 years ago, are made so well mm-hmm. because of what you're saying about fast fashion and the turnaround of it. Mm-hmm. That, you know, these things have lasted for 20 years. They're going to yeah. last for at least another 10 years. So I literally got them back and I just started printing on them. Mm-hmm. I was like, right, I'm going to stick a logo above the pocket on it. It was a denim shirt. I stuck a logo above the pocket. And I literally, I kind of, you know, I put it under the press and it, you know, flattened all the creases out. And I kind of hung it up. I looked at it. I was like, that looks really cool. That looks amazing. I said, right, what I'm going to do. And we've basically, we're calling it uh, radical reimaged. So I'm nice. basically going to save a load of stuff that's going to go into landfill. 
and reprint it, take it to festivals this summer, and we're going to sell them on for like 10, 15 pounds. We're basically only really doing shirts. Um, and I'm just- so pleased you're doing this because this is something yeah. that I've thought about doing for ages, like a long time. Never, we don't really get where I live, don't really get many like vintage fairs and shit. Whatever. So buying things in the bulk you'd need to to make it worthwhile just doesn't doesn't equate but i'm so pleased you're doing it because i always thought that'd be such a cool thing to do i mean when you've like what because we like i do all the stuff in house so all the printing and all the heat press and kind of vinyl and everything like that it's all it's all done here so i was like i've got the stuff to do it i guess it would be a real pain in the ass if you had buy all these shirts send them away to somebody else mm. to yeah. screen print on them or vinyl print on them or whatever. I'd, I'd be very, very dubious if somebody came to me and said, I'm going to give you a load of vintage stuff and you print on it. I'd yeah. be like, uh, I need to see it all first. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's weird. It's weird how condition it's going to be in. You don't know if it's all going to be the same product and it's, and therefore you don't know whether it's going to be the same print placements and everything but if you are doing it yourself yeah. that's a really really cool and, they, and like, they basically they become one-offs because i'm yeah. putting different prints yeah. onto different shirts and like there was this really cool denim shirt but it had a yellow collar and yellow buttons and so i put a yellow print on it and i was like mm. wow that looks amazing mm. um the only problem was i had it up you know i didn't have much space at the kind of christmas market that i was doing and when you put them all on one rail it made you look a bit like a secondhand right. stall. Yeah, yeah. So it's more the things that we're going to do for festivals. Like I've got a lot of short sleeve shirts that I've kind of redone and like, we t- you know, tie dyed some stuff and bleach dyed it and stuff like that. Um, I actually went to my dad and said, have you got any old shirts that you don't want? And he basically gave me a massive pile of old shirts that he's had for like, you know, 20, 30 years. And I got this horrible, this disgusting brown flannel shirt. It was horrible. <laughs> And I just put a really simple little print on it and I showed it to him. He's like, oh, can I have that back? looks really good. And I went, no. <laughs> you can buy it back. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you can buy it back. I mean, he had stuff for so long that he pulled out a shirt and he was like, you can't have this one, but let me show you this. And it was, a, it was like a cotton yellow, like button up shirt. And he's like, look at the label. And it still had the tags in it as well. And the label said, the Donald Trump collection. <laughs> really had. And I was like, oh, don't ever yeah. sell, like, sell this when you need some money because this yeah. will fetch like a lot of money. He's <laughs> like, I think I bought this in like American out there. Yeah. It? I think it's from like 1982 or something like that. I was like, fair play, keep hold of this. Isn't it <laughs> like... weird how it feels odd to do this to clothes? But with everything else we own, we do it with. Like, you own someone else's car and you don't mind about changing the wheels and putting a new stereo in it. Like, you buy a house that's all rented a house that someone else has been in. Yeah, you, you, paint like the, you, you, you paint the walls and that, and it makes sense. But for some mm. reason, with high-quality clothing, we don't go, oh, look, nah, someone's already stitched that together. Maybe I shouldn't make that into something else. Maybe I shouldn't print something else. It doesn't... Although it's exactly the same thing, it doesn't I feel think, the think, same, does it? I think there's yeah. the other thing as well, where it's like pe- a lot of people just they don't like the thought of wearing other clothes that somebody else has worn as well. Mm. It's a bit like furniture, isn't it? Like, yeah, you wouldn't buy secondhand mattress. It doesn't bother me. You wouldn't, no, 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 that's too far. You wouldn't buy a secondhand mattress, but I bet you've stayed in a hotel before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I hate to break it to there's, anyone who's been in the hotel worse room after me. That have happened. I probably nutted one out on that on that mattress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's, uh, if, just... if, any, if anybody's staying at the Ibis, uh, the, yeah, the Ibis yeah, style was in, in, uh, in room, Birmingham. Uh, what, one, one, one twenty-four or whatever it was. My God, yeah. my God, that duvet probably looks like a Jackson Pollock under a black light. It is... <laughs> I think I stayed there recently. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you, like when you're when you're running about like a brand. There's a lot of pressure over the last kind of say five years to increase your kind of sustainability and to make sure that you are doing everything that you can um, to, you know, make sure that you're not creating more of an impact on the environment and you're actually trying to help it. Um, And I was talking to someone recently about this, how before it was like it was a big deal if you were using organic cotton t-shirts or you were mm. using recycled polyester on, on, you know, your items. Now that's the standard. Like that's mm. the norm. Well, it should basically. be. Yeah, it should be. And it's not for everyone, but there are people that still don't, but it, it should be. There's certain sectors that don't care whether it's bands or it's the, I don't know, yeah. hospitality or whether it's the promotional side of things that have developed. I think the majority yeah. of brands and that have moved more that way but there's the cynical part of me goes it's a bit of a gimmick for a lot of people and it's yeah. it's it's a way into the market it's the way to sell stuff like i mean we we didn't even make a conscious effort when we when we started downcast it was like right well we want to use like the stuff that's best for the environment and it's high quality that's it yeah. there's no like oh we're, we've never pushed ourselves as green never yeah because i just feel that the way we do it is how it should be done like people can fucking disagree with that whatever i don't care like you want to use like gildens or whatever it that's just my opinion that's the way that we do things and i think our customers have like appreciated that i mean some probably don't give a shit they probably just see a cool design and it's just like i want that um and they don't care about like the sustainability side of things but I think there's a lot of greenwashing that goes off in in the brand industry when it's like you can label it as oh this is a hundred percent organic cotton and it's printed with eco friendly vegan inks and in reality what it is is it's a cheap EPO one printed with the DTG that's yeah. it yeah but when you put it like that it doesn't sound as appealing does it no no but there's a way of, of kind of sugarcoating it and kind of hmm. you know classing it up to make it sound more appealing to you know to your market and to the people that are interested in your stuff it's other sweet condiments are available (laughs) (laughs) it's i mean it's tough because there's um like my lower level kind of t-shirts my kind of the 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 real basic stuff um they're not organic cotton t-shirts but the company that i use they do everything they can so they have they reduced their waste by you know x amount there's no mm-hmm. plastic involved in theirs there's no car you know everything is recycled and for me for a company that's doing that you go mm-hmm. okay cool you are providing an affordable t-shirt mm-hmm. okay it might not be an organic cotton t-shirt but everything you are doing as a company is fantastic so therefore if i can make that a bit more affordable to you know uh like like a like a kid for example who saved up his pocket money mm. for the month to go and buy himself you know wants to buy himself a t-shirt or whatever and his you know his friend got one for christmas and he really likes this and he wants to get one for himself and you know he comes up to 
you know one of our stands at you know an event we're at and he pours out pound coins and 50ps onto the table and he goes here's you know here's 14 pounds for a t-shirt you go you know what yeah fine i want to make it affordable for him instead of going here's a 40 quid you know 100% organic cotton t-shirt that you will have to save all your pocket money for a year to be maybe that's like that you know it could be kind of condemned by some people but you might want to be able to keep it it's a fine line because obviously you don't you don't want to get to the point where you're so cheap that you're not sustainable yourself and you can't continue to do what you're doing but at the same time like generally speaking there's no reason for most brands to sell things as expensive probably as they do i think most i mean it's when you see things like i would never personally buy a t-shirt that was more than like 35 quid like and and generally generally speaking if i'm buying a t-shirt uh, aside from buying a completely plain t-shirt i'm buying the art that's on the t-shirt so i'm really buying mm. the t-shirt based on what value that art has to me rather than the yeah. value of the actual garment so if i'm buying blank blank stuff i want cheap well as cheap as possible not like dirt cheap like excellent quality and you know yeah. as, as eco-friendly as possible if i'm buying something that's got a design on it having those three things building up to it is fantastic but really it's the like the design and the and the background well, I th- I to think it there's, selling there's, t- there's times when i've seen designs on t-shirts that i've really liked from brands and then you read the description in a t-shirt and you you can like w- w- when you're in this game long enough and it's like and you screen print on stuff every day and you screen print on lots of different blanks and you rub brands or whatever you you know full well that a, a good chunk of brands are copy and paste in the descriptions of the garments from the wholesalers or, mm. or, or the brand's websites themselves and copy and pasting it onto their website and you know exactly what garment that is without them telling you and that yep. has put me off from buying stuff in the past like you know when it's yep. like oh it's a hundred percent ring spun heavy cotton it's like I know yeah. what that is. Yeah. yeah. I know what that is. That's, that's, that's a killed t-shirt and right there. Don't, don't try and sell that for fucking 40 quid, please. Yeah. Like, yeah. you fucking knobs. But I have it down here where, so down here in the summer, there's a lot of kind of like, you get a lot of surf festivals and a lot of, mm. you know, we have boardmasters and stuff. And uh, boardmasters festival had in the last few years has become very cutthroat in, yeah. if you're a brand. It's one of the great, you know, it's one of the best places to have a, have a trade stand at it mm. costs an arm and a leg to have a trade stand at and your competition is fierce but the thing that i cannot wrap my head around is the people who are using the fruit of the loom t-shirts or um the gildan t-shirts they're not even taking the labels out and they're putting them up on their market store and saying you know 25 pounds for a t-shirt and i'm like yeah. just at least like cut it out you know it's a it's, it's a not- it's a piss take of the customer really isn't it yeah that's what but, it is but in the same breath a lot of customers don't know any better yeah so you, you become I, it it doesn't one of my massive pet peeves as somebody runs a screen print shop is people that pass the blame on to the customers and it's yeah. like so like you know occasionally we do print on things like gildens um but my reason being is that we we run a business i can't just turn down every job because somebody wants a Gildan. My yeah. kind of approach to it is if somebody comes to me and it's like, oh, I want a hundred Gildan heavies or whatever, is my first thing will be before I even sending a quote, and this does lose some 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 customers, is going, okay, yeah, can you send me your artwork, blah, blah, blah. But 
you know, may I recommend this garment? And it's like, here's the links. This is the weight of it. This is the kind of fit. Like we think it's better quality and it's costs us 60p more. Yeah. Like, you know, and here's the good it does for the environment. It's made of organic cotton, for instance. It's made using renewable energy. It's or, or BCI, BCI certified cotton or, or whatever it is. Like, you know, we kind of pick the thing that matches best, like in terms of like whether it's the color or it's the fit of the garment that they want or it's the weight or whatever. Or, you know, sometimes it is just down to budget. Yeah. But I think budget is is the thing that kind of comes up most when people are looking for shirts, because it's obviously not everybody wants to spend seven, eight, nine pound on a blank understandably yeah. because that is you know when, when you're outsourcing the printing as well that's suddenly becoming instead of being a you know a 10 pound blank including printing if you're doing it yourself it's becoming a 20 25 quid garment and you're having to fucking yeah. resell it for 30 40 quid yeah like you know there's a lot more risk attached to that but and how do you like how do you uh you know separate yourself and go okay mm. right so you start to become in the reign of okay my t-shirt's now 40 pounds and so it is a north face t-shirt which is 40 pounds mm. are you going to buy a t-shirt from a complete unknown brand mm. or are you going to buy the 40 pound north face t-shirt because mm. unless it's a design that you you know absolutely blown away with and you love nine times out of ten that customer's going to go to North Face. Or I think that's that's the, the, the only way that a smaller brand can really compete is they have to have banging designs because yeah. North Face and things like that, and they they aren't they don't need to do that anymore. Like they yeah. they 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 they've got the I wouldn't say it's a low hanging fruit. It's not fair. They built they built their brand up to the point where mm. they they can sell based just off their logo and the meaning yeah. behind same, it. It's the same with like Patagonia yeah. and stuff. Like Patagonia, mm. one of my all time favorite brands. Yeah, they're dogs bollocks, they aren't they? Do, yeah, I mean, in terms of the quality of their gear, but also the like the sustainability aspect, they've taken things to a new level, like with how they're doing stuff. And it's just like, wow, like you guys have built factories literally yeah. just to produce this yeah. stuff as sustainably as possible. That's fucking cool. So like yeah. your 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 stuff is like, you know, your teas are going to be 10, 15 quid more than anywhere else. But that that sold it to me. Like, you know, I don't know. There's plenty of other people out there like, me you know fucking i'm I'm not a, an eco nut or anything like that like you know i know that's probably quite a derogatory term really isn't it but eco eco legume i think they call them eco warriors don't they <laughs> yeah whatever but whatever it's i'm 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 not that i'm just conscious of kind of like you know obviously the the, the waste that like we produce and like particularly as screen printers and brand owners because we do yeah. produce a lot of waste oh yeah um and that's the fucking i'm going off on a uh, on a pet peeves thing here now it's like <laughs> it's like going into the randoms and people asking me questions um but another fucking massive pet peeve of mine is when screen print studios label themselves as eco-friendly hmm. screen printing by nature is not eco-friendly regardless yeah. of what you're doing whether you're fucking walk based, your plastic, or you can have the best filtration system on the planet, like you can be doing things as what you think to be as sustainably as possible. But you know the amount of garments you're going through, the amount of energy you're using, the amount of inks you're using, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like it's never going to be eco friendly. You can you can do it probably sustainably, but yeah. not on the level of a small print shop. Because you don't have the infrastructure there to be able to actually carry that out. You know, the larger print shops, yeah, because they've got the money there and they can invest in it, fair enough. 
But yeah. yeah, you just I mean you just think of screen printers the amount of fucking water we use. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's it. That throws it's, the argument out of the window. That, 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 that in itself is like yeah. you know, personally and... I actually clean everything with my own urine. So <laughs> why does that not surprise me? <laughs> I'm I'm starting to get a sense of how this works. Yeah. <laughs> we get the serious side of things and then we get the uh and how do you happen know, does that work well for you? That... Yeah, yeah. It's good cop, bad cop. <laughs> good good printer, bad printer. Yeah, yeah but good, it smells good cop, twat cop. Cleans it really well. <laughs> that, that's why we do this uh, over Zoom and not not we don't do face to face ones. So we don't scare people <laughs> off. <laughs> well, it's you know we, we're post lockdown now, aren't we? I'm I'm used to. We only bought this microphone because the last few podcasts I've done, I happened to, to use a friend's uh, kind of setup that he had for lockdown, where he had he even had a green screen behind him. So the first podcast Amazing. I ever did, um, you know, it was a podcast called uh, That's Proper Mental with a guy uh, Tom Davies, who's absolutely fantastic. And um, I was like, oh, I've got to do this podcast. And he said, well, do you want to use my setup? And he's, you know, full, full sound desk, a proper SM58 mic here with Pop Shield. And there was all these effects line, like that. Yeah. <laughs> but he'd set it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me all oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> Sorry, listener, Dar- Darcy is now in space on the moon. <laughs> I can't do that, um, Mac. <laughs> He, I'm on a Mac. can you do that on a Mac? Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess around. I'm. I barely <laughs> know how to use Zoom. I had to install an update to be able to get onto this call. So, oh, <laughs> but we had like I had the brand just. It was, I, it was like a you know at the end of a football match where they do the like they talk to the yeah. players. They've got all the sponsors <laughs> behind. Just had the logo just going like repeated hundreds of times down. And I turned up wearing a blue T-shirt, and all you could see was my head. Because like the whole thing had just disappeared. <laughs> so oh, yeah, now uh, I've had on, to kind on, of on, on green screens and blue screens. This is really, really random, very random segue. But I went to um, the Harry Potter Warner Brothers Studio tour um, with my son. Um, when was it? A few weeks ago, whatever it was. And uh, they were talking about like green screens and and blue screens and that. And they said the reason that you would you, so you'd never see a, a Quidditch match between uh, Slytherin and Ravenclaw because one is green and one. <laughs> I, did you see me jump then? <laughs> oh, for the listener, Pav has put a, a, a pig filter on his face. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know any of this shit existed till you just did that space thing. <laughs> I actually look a little bit more like me now. (laughs) (laughs) I can, I can't. (laughs) They were were saying you'd never see a a Quidditch match in the Harry Potter movies between Slytherin and Ravenclaw because one's blue and one is green and they kind of, they could do... Oh, they can't key out both of them. Yeah. Oh, hilarious. Uh, Brilliant. Everyone will watch a very, very interesting video. There's a video about um, Mary Poppins. And some of the tech they used to make Mary Poppins was so ahead of its time. Uh, this is going to sound mental, but they they can't physically do it now because they built a specific camera to do. There's a scene where she's dancing with the penguins. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one where and the penguins are the cartoon. And uh, you can see the background through her late dress. Oh. 
and oh. there's like a special. Did you lose me? Did you lose yeah. me? I'm back. Yeah, they, you you can see the background through her lace dress, and ah. uh, there was a special camera that was built that had a prism in it that they carved out of a block of whatever it was. Wow! Split the light within the camera, so they filmed it on two different plates. I can't. I don't really understand how it works, but it was so well calibrated and so ahead of its time. They've not been able to recreate a camera like it. That's wow, that's nuts. I'm uh, I'm it's called, new. It's, I think it's it's called like the Mary Poppins camera. I've lost everyone. Cam- Mary Mary's, Poppins camera, the, the Mary Poppins camera. Yeah, is that where you got to? You didn't you didn't no, no, see the bit where no, I took all my clothes just, off. Just com- just confirming that's what it's called is the the Mary Poppins camera. Yeah, it's called yeah. Well, yeah, something <laughs> like that. It's only like <laughs> an eight <laughs> minute video, but I'll find I'll find I'll find the link and I'll send it to you guys. Yeah, I want to see that. It's really yeah, fucking cool. I, I, I'm I'm new to the Harry Potter franchise because I when it came out I was it's only been out for thirty years. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was that little bit older where I was like, this is for kids. This is a bit yeah. crap. Like I don't oh, witches like, and you wizards. Lot, you uh, lot of losers. Yeah, fuck oh, you, oh, stupid kids. Um, Oh, my brother's got the first edition books. Oh, what an idiot. Oh, they're worth a fucking fortune now. Well done. Like, and I only watched the films the first time, like about a year and a half ago. And the first two are shit. The first, yeah. the second one is shit. And the first one's shit as well. Flying car. No, yeah, you're right. That is the do. least believable thing in, in all the movies, is the flying car. <laughs> flying car. Every, everything else I can get on board with. Everything else I can get on board with. But a flying car? They get it. Don't be stupid. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but no one told me how, like, how dark it gets the mm. more you go on. Yeah. Like, and it's it's one of those things where, like, you, I've watched them all now, and I've watched them all several times, that I will never have that feeling again the first time you watch them and you go, shit, what? Wait, what? Mm. And I, you know, in real, if it was a, if it was a true life story, I really hope that he has got a lot of therapy because it's, that's <laughs> like, there's a lot of dark stuff that he, I mean, and also what you should learn is don't get close to him because you'll die, basically. Yeah. Like everyone dies, and you know he's orphaned like three times. No one cares about him, and then bad shit happens, and he doesn't even fucking save the day at the end of it. Sorry, spoiler. Spoilers, mate. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> if you figured that like oh. twenty years. If you fine. don't mind, Mikey. If you don't yeah. mind, I'd like to ask you some questions about, about your brand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> when I did the who's podcast, the, who's the serious one now? Who's the serious yeah. one now? <laughs> when I did, my girlfriend sat in the other room waiting to have dinner, and she's like, "How long do you think it'll be?" I was like, oh, 45 minutes." And I should uh, know this because when I did the the mental podcast, uh, <laughs> it was the longest episode he's ever done, and we stopped recording at an hour twenty, and we were still talking for another thirty minutes afterwards to the point where he went, "But I need to put my kids to bed, mate." That's how long we've been talking, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, shit, sorry." We did an uh, episode with uh, a guy called Tom. From uh, Boyd's of Bedford, if you know, and if you got you know of them, uh, and I it was, that was nearly three hours. Just yeah, just under three hours. <laughs> we can go and go, mate. <laughs> I, I don't know if these will last that long. <laughs> like, uh, in which case, I'm going to ask you some brand questions. I'm going to ask you some brand questions. Okay, I guess it's a two part. I'm ready. I'm ready. 
Okay, I'm ready. Two-parter. Um, how was the brand born, and is there a story behind the name? Have you got three hours? Because this is <laughs> this is long. <laughs> um, basically, I, I will try and I'll try and cut it down, but I feel I might miss out some key parts. Um, oh. I've I started working in the surf industry when I was fifteen years old. I got a job in. Um, also, this is all in a video um, on our website. You can just go to radicalclothinguk.com. End, end of podcast. Yeah, <laughs> just just play the video now. We'll all sit back and go. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Cool, cool. One of those reaction videos. <laughs> Whoa, man! Whoa. When we like, uh, I'm not. I won't. But when we made the video, um, it's a five minute. It's a five minute kind of like the, the why we started the brand, and. Uh, my friend works for this production company in Brighton, um, Wild Stag, and um, he was going on at me for about three months. Let's make this video. Let's make this video, but let's do a story of behind the brand. I was like, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want. To. Let's just make a fun video. And he wanted me down, and we made the video. And he condensed an hour and a half interview that we did down to five minutes. And he sent it to me. He said, "Send this to a few people. See what they think before we release it." I sent it to ten friends. Nine out of those ten friends cried when they watched it. And I was like, okay, cool. But like, that's okay. If they cried, and not they didn't cry out of like, God, you're an idiot, or this is shit. <laughs> like, they were, they they, were um, good tears. They were like, that's amazing kind of tears. Basically, I've I've uh, I've worked in this in the, in the kind of fashion, the kind of like they surf. Well, what we call it extreme sports. I hate that word. Kind of fashion side of it, the whole of my life. And I've always wanted to start a clothing brand, but I never knew how to. And I think it's only been within the last, what, 10 years, maybe, that stuff has become more readily available for us to be able to mm-hmm. start doing this stuff. And I think it's apparent during lockdown that, you know, I, I, and even now I see it all the time. You're flicking through Instagram, you get, you know, sponsored advert there's another clothing brand and another mm. one another one another one you're like where are they all coming from your your How advert you... is probably the the one i see the most i've the one with the with the mountain and, the, yeah, and yeah, this. Yeah. yeah yeah i paid i've paid for that quite a few times now yeah it's um like... but uh, i see it quite a lot like quite a lot quite a lot because obviously oh, we're, really? we're, we're, yeah we're always looking at um for, for brands to have on the podcast and so yeah. once 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 Instagram learns that you're looking for that sort of thing, it just feeds you those adverts like nonstop. Constantly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the I'm algorithm sorry. is is it's weird. That advert is it was a a bit of a kind of like I wasn't sure what I was gonna do because I've done it before in the past and I've not really had any hits or any response from it, and it's been a bit of a waste of money. Whereas that that one for the you know, the ride for the mental health stuff the engagement I got of that and sales in February were absolutely massive because of that. And wow. <clears throat> I'd say that like, hang on, wait, I'll get, to, I'll get to that in a minute. Basically. Um, I have always wanted to start a clothing brand. Um, I've never really known how to do it. Um, I always thought that you had to outsource everything and it cost a lot of money to do it. And there was, there was the gamble of you do it, it doesn't really go anywhere. You're sat on a lot of stock. What do you do, you know? Um, but I've always said the word rad. I've always been like, that's rad. And oh my God, so rad. Let's do that. Um, and so about, what was it? 2020. So about four years ago, someone was like, you should start it. 
just start doing it now. Um, I went, okay, I'm just, I'm going to do it and see how, you know, I'll start it very, very slowly. I'll build up some designs. I'll, I will test out how I can do this. I'll, you know, research, you know, screen printers and printing places and stuff and see what I can do. And when I officially, you know, I spent about a year kind of building it up. And when I officially launched, I had this, the radical logo as it is now, but it just said rad to a full stop. I launched it and I put it up on Instagram and I was like, boom, here we go. This is going to be really, really cool. And within 48 hours, I had a message from a French company also called rad with exactly the same logo. (laughs) Basically you've got 24 hours, take this down or our lawyer is going to be in contact with you. And I was like, pretty much. And I looked at them. I was like, Oh, how bad can this be? And I looked at they, I had like, you know, 150 followers at that point only be going about a week and they had 276,000 followers and I went oh, I guess I kind of have to <laughs> I probably should do it then <laughs> like, um, but the other side of it was so I basically I went back to drawing board and a, a friend of mine actually turned around to me and went oh well you gave it a try move on to something else now you know kick the bucket I say it's done and I was like, no, I'm not going to, you know, I've done, we've done a photo shoot. <laughs> we got samples made up with the logo, like with the rad logo on. And we'd gone out into the woods and done like a, you know, London kind of street kind of photo shoot at nighttime. And it looked really, really cool. Um, but it was also in lockdown at this point as well. And I was like, ah, oh, got to redo the whole thing all over again. And so I figured, let's just change the word rad and let's just call it the full word. Let's just call it radical. And I had a little hunt around and there was a few kind of other kind of dormant brands that were called Radical and, you know, uh, Radical Apparel and stuff like that. But there was not really anything else out there. It's weird because it seems like the name for a brand that someone should have taken. Yeah. Without being rude. It it seems like in my head, you should have Googled that and gone, oh, there's like at least three already. Yeah. Me and Pav have are in the process of starting up a brand together um and the name we originally wanted was basically everywhere wasn't it yeah and it was yeah. like oh that's really annoying yeah, yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah <laughs> or can we no we didn't we didn't at the yeah. end and then we settled on one and we and it's quite cool and then darcy bought the wrong um <laughs> I bought the wrong domain for it, but completely different words. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even dyslexic, so I, I can't even use that as an excuse. I'm just a fucking idiot. Yeah, but Rad- I mean, the thing is, really cool, but... well, the thing is, like, there's there's other brands, there's other brands out there called like Radical Clothing, mm. but they no, there's there's a shop, for example, called Radical Clothing, but they specialize in um, vintage wear. And it's, they're not right. actually making their own stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. And the more research I did, the more I was like, this, it's not really, it's not really a thing, mm-hmm. which you think it would be. But then as you start, as you set up and you start doing stuff, people come out of the woodwork. Like some guy contacted me after a year, told me that he owned the copyright to the word radical. And he was going to sue me unless I... Uh, I bought unless I bought it off him and he was going to sell it to me for like 35,000 pounds and I was like be like sweet (laughs) I'll see you in court (laughs) yeah I was like oh another trip to the fucking lawyers again and see if this guy and they were like 
you can't trade you can trade oh, i'm not going to trade, but you can trademark a, a word within specific region but mm. yeah. you can trademark you can't, a style you can't copyright a word it's yeah, yeah. We, we we had it um when we started uh, not when we started downcast it was a few years after we started downcast so we uh we were up and running in 2017 um and probably in like 2019 2020 maybe a little bit later um we had a i've said this on the on the pod before but we had a random band get in touch with us and they were called downcast and they were like right. they were like that's our name i was just like all right well when when when, when were, were you like founded when were you launched whatever this is a band not a brand by the way it's not a brand um, yeah and uh they were like oh like, like a few months ago i was like well tough luck fuckos like we were starting in 2017 <laughs> piss off <laughs> what do you want what i love about dos is his tax oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, straight to the point yeah, straight to the point yeah well you've got a yeah. fucking leg to stand on piss off i've had and, I, and, they, I, and they were disabled oh that just yeah Uh, i had uh, it a few a few months ago where um so a lot of stuff i do i do it it's all uh it's all done in house um and it's all and it's it's basically it's me that i basically do everything but i rely on a few other people to kind of you know friends to help me out and pull in favors as of when i can um and it was this it was this time last year i was living in london and the spare room of my house basically was my kind of workshop it was my there was my design space my warehouse my printing place like everything about this you know it was, it was a big spare room and i needed to have some photos taken of some new stuff that i'd got and so i basically got a big white piece of vinyl laid it out on the floor in the conservatory and I just started taking photos on my iPhone and then, you know, heavily editing them and tweaking it. And I was like, these have come out really, really well. I'm really happy about these. And then I saved them until the start of last winter. And I started putting them up on the website and on Instagram, you know, like a you know, nice layout of like flat lays of beanies and stuff like that. And it was really, really cool. And in February, I was doing that kind of, you know, the, the scrolling through Instagram thing. And I came across a picture from another brand and I went no way that picture looks so similar to mine and because you you know you guys will know this that everyone rips everybody else off and you Mm. know kind of is influenced by other people and who's hot and who's not and uh I had to double take and I was like wow really really looks a lot like my photo and I had to go onto my like my laptop and have a look and I found the photo and I was like it is my photo and they had photoshopped <laughs> their logo <laughs> onto the label on my beanies. And really? like they hadn't even done a good job of it. And oh, I literally like really? I was I was I was like for about an hour, I was pacing up and down, going, What? Like like what? Like mm. you how are you we've, claiming this as your own? We've had that with a a model we work with, and he sent us some uh, all these photos over. And then a few months later he sent me uh sent me these photos from another brand but they were they were the photos he'd done for us but this other brand they had obviously worked with him as well but they just thought it was okay to take his other photos from his profile scrub out our design on the back of a shirt because they like that particular photo and whack theirs on it 
I was like, what the fuck are you doing? No. You fucking idiots. And it was it was similar to ours. They were a brand that had just started up and it was like tattoo yep. inspired and stuff. So it's like if you looked at it, it probably could look like downcast. Um yep. and it I was just like I mean, I don't even think they're around anymore. They lasted a few months, so I was just like, whatever, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I was just like the fucking it's, cheek. Uh, you feel it's, violated, it's don't you? Go yeah. and take your phone. Don't take your own fucking photos. Like, yeah. Why are you just? Why do you think it's okay to just go and nick shit from yeah. other brands? You lazy fuckers. This, that's the thing about it is that like, the time and effort that I put into that. And, you know, it, mm. it was, I was taking photos for an entire day. And then that night I spent probably until midnight, you know, putting them onto my laptop, editing them and tweaking them and making them look fantastic, which is an entire day where I'm not making any money. Mm. I'm yeah. not paying anybody to do that, but that's my time that mm. I've done. And you've, you know, another company's come along and gone, cool, I'll have that. No one's going to know. And then use it as a sponsored post, which came up on my thing. Yeah, and all these comments of like, <laughs> yeah. But these comments are being like, oh, these beanies look fantastic. Oh, can't wait to get one when your website launches and all this stuff. And I really wanted to, to put a comment being like, cool, go to this link where you can buy the original beanie. I would have um, done. So, uh, yeah, so would I. Yeah. So I, would I, I also, I wanted to do a... Uh, a spot the difference and i wanted to put both pictures up on my instagram <laughs> story and go can you, that is you brilliant know. that's 100 what i would have done i've so. i'm i've got a very good other half who sees things a bit clearer than me and goes don't do that yeah don't I've, do that I've, I've got one very very similar to that and it's my I've, one eggs I've me on an, <laughs> uh, i've gotten into arguments before and i got into an argument with a very big brand um, oh. who accused us of plagiarism even though our product looked nothing like theirs what um yeah it, it, one of the i'm not going to call them out because i <laughs> i would like yeah. to have them on the pod at some point it's just I won't, be involved, <laughs> I, I won't be involved in that podcast to put it that way because they're dickheads um but yeah we we were on the same marketing agency and I got in touch with our marketing agency, and the, but they called us out publicly, like so. Wow. One of their long story short, we were running some ads. <clears throat> We'd used one of the same models that they'd used, and they're a model that do all this type of stuff for the tattoo inspired brands. Really, really big model on Instagram, like proper influencer and everything. And yeah. he'd used a very, very similar shot for our product. And theirs, they just so happen to both be a pair of shorts, different colors, right. different designs. One of their customers saw our post and commented on it and tagged them in it uh... and went, Oh, this looks like these guys. And they responded to it, bitching about us. And I was just a bit like, Oh, hang on here. Like, this is like, you don't fucking do this. It's like, you've not got any grounds to actually go, You guys are plagiarizing us because the designs yeah. are different, the products are fucking different you've just like gone along with it because somebody else has said so but i went to our marketing agency and i was just like look this has happened and they so happened to be one of their biggest clients and they were just like yeah you've just got to kind of put up with it i was just like right that's ridiculous this this doesn't sit well with me i'm like i'm i'm very very quick to the boil (laughs) i kind of want to send them a message and be like fucking guns all this blah 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 but I you, like, I to, 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 to your point, yeah, you... Nick's, talk, Nick's talked me down from 
saying anything because she was like, it's probably going to do you more damage than it is good because they've got a lot larger following. There's probably going to be more people that are going to side with them because they're fans in yeah. parentheses. Um, yeah. You know, and it was, that was one, it, you kind of have to suck it up sometimes. Yeah. But I think if people are blatantly nicking your stuff, that's, oh, yeah. yeah. That's fair it, game. Yeah, I mean, when you you look when you, you looked at the picture, and it was like the, there was a slight kind of like you know slight crease in one of the beanies, isn't it? I was like, well, that's how I knew it was my photo because it was exactly yeah. the same crease, and I was like, mm. you didn't even try to get rid of that crease. You could have passed it off, but it was it was a green beanie and a kind of purple beanie and a black one and a red one, and I was like, and you've literally done exactly you know it. It, it was a bit of a like. Uh, and I contacted them and it was just like they claimed that they hadn't done it and then all of a sudden the picture just disappeared and I was like yeah okay, that's cool. the one but it? no but apology no evidence anymore no evidence yeah 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 no evidence and, and no apology either and now I keep a very close eye on them and I know for a fact there's other photos they are using that are not theirs because there's a there's a picture of a skateboarder coming down the street and I'm like oh I've seen that somewhere else before and you just bang there's your logo again yeah like, I mean the the thing is is if if you're going on something like you know you're going on Unsplash or you're going on uh uh what's the other ones I've just got I know that, yeah like Ro- yeah. royalty free images that's fair game but if you're mm. taking somebody else, because we've done the whole Unsplash thing when we've been short of content or we haven't received yeah. content from models or whatever, and I'm fairly good at Photoshop, like creating mock-ups and stuff like that, like yeah. I have done it before and it looks good. Why not yeah. fucking use it? But when you're blatantly nicking something from somebody else or another brand and it's not your your imagery to use, like it's not yeah. your own source material, that fucking really irritates me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Well, it's I've had to kind of like I've had to bury it, and mm. I, it comes up every now and then. I show people, and I hold my phone, and go, "What's the difference between this picture and this picture?" Um, but it's it's one of those things that when you or I, when you're a, a small brand, there's mm. all these kind of loops and hurdles that you have to go through when you're you're you know you're trying your hardest and you're working your absolute ass off to get this off the ground, and it seems that at some point you go two steps forward and then three steps backwards and it's mm. a constant kind of circle of just like right okay what's the next step what's the next thing that's going to hit me what is you know and it just becomes well oh, sometimes it can beat you down and i can see yeah. how there's some brands that only last six months a year and go oh i'm jacking it in this is it's way too much i mean the amount it's of different. brands that don't even last a month probably it's unreal mm. people i think people see they see what they see how cheap basically garments can be and how expensive yeah. some people are selling them for and they go mm-hmm. easy money and they don't yeah. realize actually it's a very very expensive business to be in very yeah. expensive now that's half the reason you no know, garments are priced up more than what we know we get yeah. them for is because all yeah, the background yeah. shit that goes on with it and they they, they yeah. soon they soon work that out you've only got to drop three four hundred quid on a on a bunch of t-shirts you think you're going to sell out and make a shitload of money from once and that can really put a really bad sour taste in your mouth when no one oh, yeah. buy a <laughs> yeah. logo with a t-shirt with a random word logo on it yeah yeah i the, the first festival i ever did um the trade stand uh i was i had a few friends bigging me up beforehand basically saying 
you're going to smash it at this festival. It's going to be amazing. Like, oh, my mate did it a few years ago. And, you know, and that, that, that same festival, they made 10 grand. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to, I'm going to make 10 grand. This is really cool. And I splashed out a lot of money on mm. stock. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, what if I sell out? And I had, I had boxes and boxes of stock. And I was like, oh, I sell out. Oh, my God, if I sell out by, you know, it's a five-day festival. If I sell out by the third day, oh, my God, I'm going to be screwed. And I came out of that with a lot of stock left. Mm-hmm. And it does kick you in the teeth a little bit because you kind of, you know, people big you up and people say stuff to you that yeah. it goes to your head a little bit and you get a bit excited, you get carried away. And, you, you know, I came out at the end going, oh, I, I didn't make 10 grand. I didn't make mm. close to 10 grand, actually. I, I think like, I think what you're saying is people need to be assholes more. <laughs> we, we, they could just turn around and go, you're stuck shit. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been in exactly the same boat where it's like we've gone and done like markets or events or, or festivals and stuff like that where like we've we've gone, oh, we should print some new stuff and all this and take it with us and it's like, and it'll sell really well and we're really hyped up about it. And then like it hasn't sold. And then I look back at it and I've spoken to a few people about uh, kind of doing like live events and everything or whether it's markets or pop-ups or festivals or whatever. It's like those type of places where you're going to, you don't need to print new shit because the places that you're showing up at, they haven't seen your shit before. So it's all new to them. Yeah. You know, it's like, so you don't need to necessarily put that effort in to go, oh, I'm going to put this time and this money and this effort into creating all these new products and take it along with me with the risk of not selling it when I've got stuff sitting here now. Yeah. Like, you know, like the best I had last, last year I did, uh, I did quite a lot of festivals last year that I almost burnt out at the end of the summer. I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. I've done too much. Um, but I did download festival on a whim. I'd actually, I forgot that I'd applied to it. At the end of the summer before, I was just applying to all these festivals <laughs> and going like, yeah, 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 like this one, this one, I'll do that one. Yeah, really? yeah, cool. And it came through in April and it was like, congratulations, you're doing Download Festival. And I was like, huh? What? Oh, shit. Okay, right. And I was like, right, Download. Uh, okay, uh, black. Everything has to be black, like black hoodies and black T-shirts and this and that. And I loaded up the van. We went to Download and I was doing another festival literally like, three days after download had finished i was doing another one by the beach in in devon and so i had boxes in the car i had four boxes in the car of um like pink tie-dye t-shirts and mint colored hoodies and you know stuff beach wear for summer it was really cool and on the first day of download i had all this black stuff out and i took a step back and i looked at it i looked at the kind of you know the gazebo and stuff i went a bit dark I tell you what, I'm going to put a tiny little selection of those pink tie-dye t-shirts out and just, just to add a bit of colour. I won't sell one. It's a download. It's full of metalers. Like no one's, no, no guy in, you know, six foot guy in an Iron Maiden patched cut off denim jacket's going to buy a pink tie-dye t-shirt. They sold out in like 10 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why why did I know that was coming? I was like, uh oh. And I went to the like back to the van and I grabbed all the boxes of colourful stuff out and I literally put it all out on the rails. I took some of the black stuff off. And I was like, right, but like all like cut off like singlet, like cut off vests, like tea vests. They were just flying out. Like anything colourful was going. And to the point at the end of Dan, also the thing about Dynamo Festival is everyone is super nice. Everyone totally respects you loves what you're doing wants to have a chat will buy something and it was 
incredible. But some of that stuff that I had, you know, the tie-dye stuff was from the year before that I hadn't mm. sold at previous festivals. And if I'd have gone through all the time and trouble to, you know, stress out and make all this stuff for Download Festival, I'd have been burnt out by the end of July. Mm. Like, the only thing I would say was that I sold all the boxes of stuff I had for the next festival. I had 48 hours to create, like, make tie-dye, all this stuff <laughs> for the next festival. So you end up having to do it anyway. I did it anyway. Like, I was literally, like, I think I slept for four hours in, like, three days because I was tie-dyeing. Like, I tie-dyed 150 T-shirts in oh, 48 nice. hours. <laughs> like, oh, my next-door neighbour, like, stuck her head over the wall and was, like, in the garden and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, "Do you, don't talk to me. I've got to get all this stuff done. Like, all of it, like, crazy tie-dyed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, tie-dyed, washed, printed, labelled, boxed. Like, not enough oh, time. No. I was I was telling Darcy earlier, I went to go and see um, a guy that I'm printing for at the moment, and uh, he's one of these people that he's actually quite organised, but it, you, everything's always chaos, but it's, like, organised. And yeah. uh, I turned up, and he's putting things, he's printing, he's heat-pressing some bits and pieces and putting some things in some boxes to send off to a customer. And I was like, you right? He said, yeah. He said, can you give me a hand? I was like, yeah. Put some things in the boxes. I was like, oh, when, when's this job going out then? He said, well, they need it for they need it for Friday, really. I was like, well, you know, today's Wednesday. And it's it, Wednesday. And, it, and it's a bank holiday on Friday. He's like, yeah. I was like, so what's happening then? Oh, they've been picked up at like 20 past two. I looked at my watch and it was five past two. And I said, <laughs> what? I said, what are you going to do? I said, you, you, you've booked the courier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, How many boxes of stuff are there? Oh, like, uh, I think a total of like 14. And I was like, <laughs> so I'm running around helping him. And I said, what are you going to do if the DPD guy turns up while you're, you're not ready. up? And he was like, I'll just, I'll just bang him some money to get him to help me. But like, <laughs> like, dead serious. He was like, what? He was like, yeah. He said, I'll just give him some money and he'll help me. Because like, it's next, if I give him 50 quid, and he's like, a bit late for his next one, but it helps me out. Like, it's what? And I was like, but he was so like, no, I'll just that's do that. it. Like, it just didn't yeah. like. It. Didn't face. <laughs> didn't face him at all. Like, that might be a problem. He's, he's been. He's been in. He's been in this industry a very, very long time. He's a very well connected young boy, and um, yeah, he's 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 an interesting fellow. I'm hoping to I, get I, him on the podcast one day. But yeah, he's a good yeah. lad. I've done it. I've had. I've had a uh, um, DHL coming to pick stuff up. And I'm still putting stuff in boxes as they're like taking boxes out to the van. And to the point where the guy just like, he was like stood on the doorstep and I went, like, do you, do you want a cup of tea? And he's like, yeah, I'd love one. And he's in the kitchen, <laughs> but he's making his own cup of tea. I was like, I haven't got time to make it for you. You can make your own cup of tea, but I've got to keep putting stuff in these boxes. Like, <laughs> oh. I, I had the opposite the other day. I'd, um, uh, so a band we did some, I say did, because we've just stopped doing the fulfillment for them. Um, and they shipped all of their stuff back to the States. It was like 18 boxes worth of merch or whatever it was. Anyway, it turned up and it all ready in the garage. And this FedEx guy just wanted a chat. Like <laughs> desperately wanted a chat. I was there for half an hour. <laughs> just chatting to him. 
I was just like, mate, I've, I've, I've got shit I need to do here. Like, and, and I think you do too. Like, you know, like getting these boxes. Moving yeah, get, <laughs> ship this stuff. Ship it now. He was a really, really lovely bloke. But I That's what the like, EX stands I, I, for. It's Federal Expector Chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> federal Expectations. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? This is bizarre. Like, you know, the, my DPD driver, he's, it, we've always... I say always for the last like what seven years or whatever we've lived in the town that we're in and I've always had the same DPD driver and we've moved three times it's fucking yeah. amazing big up David um oh no way yours um, mine was called David as well he we call him DPD Dave <laughs> like that was his name it, uh, DPD how Dave. amazing would it be if it was the same one and he just split his time between Truro and Burgess Hill now this was this was in London, so this was like oh, right. last, you know no, up, I'm up not, until I'm near London. No, <laughs> but you're Burgess Hill. If, if only there was another bloke called David. There can't you be more than to, one I'm, Dave. No, no they can't be. It's no, not it's possible. True. No, no. But um, I mean, I used to yeah. work in a place where he, we, the 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 company I worked for uh, was based in Wembley, and we had a couple of floors in this building. We had a, we had a games room. And we had a uh, ping pong table and snooker, like pool and stuff. And they used so to run. What you're, what you're saying there is you worked for hipsters. I'm not going to name the company because <laughs> no, I don't want to. Um, but it, I, it, it was almost hipstery, but it was because it was in Wembley. It kept it a bit more grounded. Because right, Wembley yeah, is yeah. an absolute shithole, yeah. so <laughs> like, you can be a hipster in the building, but when you walk out, you might get stabbed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much that. But they used to yeah, have no, uh, table tennis competitions, like for in like inter office, like you know, uh, marketing versus customer service in you know, ping pong. And you'd look at the board, and it would be like, oh, it's so and so from customer service versus DPD Dave. And he would get involved with the ping pong competitions. <laughs> right. Like he'd come into the office and he'd be like, oh, well, I'll make sure my drop off is at um, quarter past two. Because what time's my, uh, oh, 20 past two. Is like, oh yeah, I can do one round. Like, <laughs> am I in the final this week? DPD stands for deliveries, ping pong and Dave. That's what DPD yeah. stands for. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Pretty much. I love that. Was, that. that was great. Well, if DPD like are listening, Dave is definitely getting the sack. <laughs> yeah. Or Which a race. Dave, Dave? My, my Dave or your Dave? Uh, one of the, they're just going to sack one of the Dave's. Dave's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can't get them all into a room. Can't you can imagine, email. Sack all the Dave's. Uh, you can just imagine them sitting in the DPD warehouse and like they're coming over the tunnel and it's like, all Dave's are now sacked. <laughs> P forty five. Yeah, that's that's uh, Dave Dave crimination. Yeah, I oh, feel like I've got on a massive awful. tangent. That was that was terrible. That was terrible. That was terrible that was, joke. That was pretty bad. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I brushed over it really quickly to try and ignore no, it. No, no, I've got to, I've got to call it out because otherwise it will just keep happening. <laughs> You you gave me a two part question. I think I barely answered part. No, one. you aren't. You aren't. You answered. You answered both parts. I think about where the name yeah. come from. And yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. Don't okay, worry. Okay. We're keeping you on track. We're steering you along. Okay. It's fine. Sweet. On your um, uh, kind of design process and your print method of choice and your yep. because it sounds like you do a lot of custom garments as well. Talk yep. to us a little bit like that. What does what does the world of radical look like from 
you know side of things uh you know what you were just saying then about the the, the guy you went to see who was he's he's calm but he's all over the place mm. um i would say that my design process and my actual computer my laptop is absolute chaos <laughs> that's the, the only way to do it <laughs> yeah the design process i was um at first i wanted to keep it very very simple it was just just the word radical with the with the full stop at the end because uh i'd got some advice from someone saying if you put uh, a full stop or an exclamation mark or something it you're separating yourself from if someone tries to rip you off you've got that and it's you know it gives you that kind of that break um so everything at the beginning was very very simple it was very much just you know left chest no back print black and white raglan tees black hoodies gray hoodies um and beanies the label sewn on um as it's progressed and as you know different people have wanted stuff oh and tie-dye i've always been a fan of tie-dye since a young age and i like doing the tie-dye myself i find it kind of therapeutic i find it quite nice it's an absolute nightmare in the winter to do so i try not to do it in the winter but the minute the sun comes like people said to me actually like how are you so brown and i was like oh well you're sat in your office i'm outside in my garden every day trying different tie-dye techniques and different you know and also getting prepped for you know orders and website and events and markets and festivals and i was like i probably tie-dyed like short of a thousand t-shirts two summers ago so you're sort of if so, you're if you're wearing clothes at any point while you're doing you're sort of tie-dyeing yourself at the same time <laughs> there was nothing there was no holds bar right like it got to the point where I was tie-dyeing t- I was trying different techniques t-shirts and I would try and I go oh, you know I'm just going to tie-dye the towel quickly <laughs> just, just, just towel. quickly do a towel yeah yeah Strong. yeah there I was there was a point last summer where I was tie-dyeing I looked I was I was getting a little bit bored of just doing t-shirts I looked at the dog who was just sat there was lying on the on the decking outside <laughs> and I went are Peter gonna have a thing with me if I tie-dye the dog like is this a thing that i can do and is she just kind of like, cruelty yeah she just kind of looked up at me and just kind of went don't you fucking dare don't you dare because <laughs> she's a, like, like a white jack russell as well so i was like i could oh the perfect you, dog for tie-dye yeah. yeah i was like you would look good with like you know multicolored kind of socks and maybe a couple of stripes in green pink and yellow across you that would look i could turn you into a raster yeah. dog like, Rasta dog, <laughs> Rasta dog. <laughs> you know, red, gold, and green. Oh. <laughs> She'd look great. Um, but at, like as as stuff kind of went on, and I was giving, you know, you, you give stuff away at the beginning to people, don't you? like, you know, friends yeah. that work in the music industry and friends that are in bands and whatever, and um, they're like, this is really really cool. If only it had a back print. Oh, what you should do is this. Oh, wouldn't it be really cool to have a sleeve print? I started kind of you know i was i was a, i was on a, a a zoom work meeting when i was still working my old job and there was five of us in the zoom call and one of the guys sat in his bedroom and he has the poster behind him and i've always wanted to do a kind of wave kind of graphic but i never wanted to do this stereotypical cheesy like oh there's a wave like oh yeah great everyone's done it a thousand times it's it's old news and i wanted to do something really really cool and different and I was looking at behind him on his wall. He's got the, he's got the, 
recycled triangle, you know, the, the arrows mm. Mm. on as a poster on his bedroom wall. And I was like, it's a bit weird to have that as a poster on his wall. That's a bit like, why would you, why would you want that? You must really love recycling. <laughs> and I was supposed to be, this is probably why I got fired um, from, I didn't get fired. I, long story. Um <laughs> I was doodling. Well, I was supposed to be listening because I was in charge of this team and I wasn't listening to the meeting. And instead, I'd drawn the wave and I'd drawn a circle around it. But then I'd got rid of the, I don't think I've got any here, of the bottom circle part and put the arrows there to basically show the kind of the water cycle. Mm. So you kind of have the sea and then it basically just goes around and around yeah. and around. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's like, that's, that's going to be my logo for the summer. That's my wave logo, but it also has like a me- like a meaning behind it. And it has an expression to it that hopefully people can get on board. So I did that as a t-shirt. People absolutely loved it. They're like, this is so cool. This is a little bit different. Uh, it kind of stays with you having a message about the mental health kind of awareness stuff. You're also kind of moving on almost kind of conservation kind of way. And then I did a long sleeve tee with the, with the, uh with the sleeve hits where it had like a sunrise it had one of those on it because you know so they were surfing it had the wave it had the mountains the snow on it had a surfboard and it just kind of showed that kind of that that constant cycle and i launched that t-shirt and it just it the long sleeve and it was just flying out to the point where i was going to the post office with ikea like two ikea bags at a time with parcels just for this t-shirt and the post office was in a little local shop with one counter and if i walked in and someone walked in behind me they go oh fuck this and walk out because <laughs> 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 they were just like no and this guy again like um and it's it's been a slow process of i'm not i'm not very artistic like i can't draw very well but I love deconstructing stuff and then kind of like pulling stuff apart and going, right, let's like, and I get influenced by, by other brands. Like, so for example, um, this straight up Patagonia ripoff. Yeah. Like it's cool though, but different in a way that like, it's got like a little kind of sleeve hit on it. And you quite, you, you, you reuse that sort of blue and pink quite a lot throughout some of your designs as well. Don't you? It's like almost like colours, isn't it? I'm, I'm a big colors. fan of big fan of colour. Mm. Big fan of colour. Uh, got the stuff for this summer is very pastel. There's a lot of colour this year because at the beginning I wasn't doing colour. I was doing black. I was doing mm. white. Um, but I always made a point of I started this brand because I wanted to do something to give back to people as well, and I will only do stuff that I will wear. Like, so people are like, oh, why don't you do bum bags? I hate them. I'm not doing them. Yeah. Like, oh, you should do this. There's, no, there's no point in running a brand if you're going to release stuff that, you know, we've said it on here loads of times. There's, there's, there's no point in running a brand if you're going to release stuff that you aren't comfortable yeah, wearing it's, yourself. It's, it's, it's got to be like. authentic. Isn't yeah, authentic, yeah. Authenticity, yeah. that's it. I drew the line last year at bucket hats. I did some bucket hats. They sold really well. I was like, oh, do you know what? I used to no wear No one looks hat. good in a bucket hat. Why the fuck do people buy bucket I, hats? I no. quite like a bucket hat, but they just don't suit me. I just oh, they look, look good to like anyone. A, no, they, I just find I look a bit like a twat. But I was like... That most people do. <laughs> one, of the, one of the brands that we had on here, um, uh, Wet Wired, they, uh, mm. as a thank you for coming on the pod, they 
they they sent a tea and they sent one of their new bucket hats as well and i put it on and i was like i actually really like this and i was like yeah. but i don't know if i can pull it off and i was like i just find that like personally i think i look a bit like a twat wearing a bucket hat but i think I you've just got to like wear it, it. You yeah, just gotta wear it it's one of those ones you've just got to go fuck it yeah it's, yeah and i think that's what a majority of people are doing at the moment they're going oh, yeah, do you know what who cares I yeah. think bucket hats are better on people that don't generally wear hats anyway. Yeah. yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like in my head 95% of the time. Yeah, so like... have I. So when I put a bucket so... hat on, I'm like, I look like yeah. a fool. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I go get it? Shall I go get it? Yeah, I go get it. it is. Do it, do it. Because I, I, mean, I, I looked good in one in 1999. Yeah, so did I. I had, a, I had an Airwalk one. Mm. I had a, I had a DC one, but yeah. I was a lot slimmer. I was a lot yeah. younger. I don't think I had facial hair. I had they more look, hair. They, they look good on um, very young, slender girls. Do you know what I mean? That is like yeah. their their sort of go to look is a bucket hat, like a crop top, big baggy jeans. <laughs> yes, but this is, that the is thing. like we, we've come full circle. The 100%. All Saints fashion is mm. back in, mm. like. And I'm Jinko Gen- jeans. Are we coming back? Oh I can see God. it. I can see it. I can see I, it. I'm, tr- I'm trying to keep up with what's going. I mean, I'll wait for him to come back and say this. It's like a really brand, just trying to keep up with with fashion. I think, you just got to, well. I think you've just got to do your own thing. In a, in a, in, I in think a lot so of ways. now. I don't, yeah. I don't think you can. There's too it's... much going on to being to be aware of everything. Yeah. There, I mean, I that's think it. Ellis has nicked it. Oh, oh he looks good it on him. It, it was there the other day, but I can't find it now. So, well, to like to to kind of tie in with your question as well was that when the design process started to change, when I started to realise that fashion at the moment, or especially kind of last year and last summer, fashion was basically dictated by what people were watching on Netflix. Mm. yeah so like I, I was like right i'm getting a bit bored i was you know I was, I was going to these events and i was having the rails up and whatever and i was getting a bit bored of seeing black white gray navy blue and i was like how do i like and also just the little logo i was like i want more i need to do more with this and i realized i mean i was late to the party on this as well i didn't watch stranger things and that i ed, realized that hellfire club t-shirt went everywhere didn't it everywhere everywhere and when you started, to, I started to notice it. Like for me, like I'm a '90s kid. Like I, you know, for me, my pinnacle years were in the '90s. Like the music I listened to in the '90s shaped who I was in the '90s. And I surfed and I skated. I had, you know, the baggy jeans and the a yellow t-shirt and the, the red cap on backwards. Because I well, loved you, you were a musician as well, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are, presumably, you are a badly drawn boy because you look just like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Have you have you got that? Have you been have you been told that before? Not for about ten years. It's the it's the That's, it's the hair underneath that, the beanie. That bit, yeah, yeah. It's that's what it is. It's that bit and the and and the and the little beard. <laughs> I've had I've had it a while ago. I haven't had that for a while. Does so does he still make music? I don't know. No, I don't, I don't know. know. You tell us. That. I don't know. I saw. Oh, I got a new album coming out. Yeah. Do you, do you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find it on your oh, usual uh, platforms, uh, <laughs> Spotify, iTunes, you know. Yeah, so it's going to be called on, Radical. On kind of like moving Radical forward then, is there anything yeah. you want, hypothetically, you'd like to add to the business to 
kind of you think would give it a bit of a boost take it to that next sort of level sort of thing talking equipment um whatever whatever you want whatever your imagination can conjure up it's do you know why it's one of those things where um I'm I'm glad I left my old job because what I was doing in the beginning was working from nine until half past five, closing my work laptop, opening my other my personal laptop, and then working on the brand from like six o'clock till one, two o'clock in the morning. And if I tried mm. to finish early and go to bed at like eleven o'clock or ten o'clock, I that's when the sparks of ideas come and they're like, yeah. Oh, I need to do this. And so I'd jump out of bed and start knocking stuff up and designing stuff on my laptop before I forgot how to do it. Um, I would love to get a more of a routine sleeping pattern back in. Um, I don't think you can buy that. So, I mean, you probably can in Valium form, I think. Um, ideally, for me, what I would love is to get to, get, to give the brand a bit more exposure. Um, and with that, because it's all everything is all relative isn't it so the more exposure you get the more impact and demand it has so therefore it's taking on people now i know of other brands who've started at the same time as me who they are still working full-time in previous jobs and they are on really really good salary jobs so they are paying people to it like in-house they've they've bought a big you know renting a big space and they have they are paying screen printers to come in and do their stuff for them. And I'm like, wow. how can you, how can you do, how are you making money on this? Well, they probably aren't. Pay someone. They're not. No. <laughs> they can't be. They're not. Um, and Passion project though, well, isn't it? it? That's it. You do, we do this because we're passionate about it. We do this because we love what we do and we would like to try and make a difference. For me, I don't, I mean, equipment wise, I feel like it would be really nice to have um, a space, an all-inclusive space that maybe had a a little shop at the front and then a big kind of workshop area at the back. Whereas currently I've been working in a double garage uh, up until it just got too cold in this double garage and have moved some of the stuff inside, but then basically go in there. And, and this is the other problem as well. We're, we're in a cost of living crisis right now, and mm. bills are going up massively. Yet to run the, kind of the heat press machine and also go into you know, your workspace and crank on the heating to yeah, make the most it, expensive part of the business, isn't it? That's, that's it. And you're now looking at, you know, I'm, the overheads now becoming more and more, because the more money you make, the more stuff you start to spend out on that you start going, oh, I'm not actually, I'm still at the same point I was in terms of making money like two years ago. But I've, I'm buying, no, you've got more I'm paying, got more stress. Yeah. So it'd be really nice to have, uh, you know, part of this brand is to raise the kind of mental health awareness side of things within these, you know, within kind of music festivals and, and the outdoor sports and that kind of stuff. And it'd be really great to kind of push that a little bit more um we've got some exciting stuff coming up for next winter um where i will be hopefully if this all goes through be stocked at a few shops within the alps within mountain resorts as well Ooh, where? um, um i'm not was... going to say too much at the moment because it's still in the planning phase can, i don't can you usually... say which resort so i can at least go there well if i when i start shouting my mouth out about stuff that's when it starts falling through 
and stuff okay. goes wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, so what you're, talking, what you're saying, what you're saying mm. is you're basically giving me permission to go to as many resorts in the outs that I can this winter, yep. this season yep, coming, um, in order to find your garments. Yeah, or are, just are go you, to the are you, Italian Are you side. also giving <laughs> you giving permission to Pav to buy me a ticket as well, so I can go with him for research purposes? We can put it down as work expenses, right? Like we claim so Pav's, Pav, Pav's paying. Well, yeah. Well, so, wh- when are when aren't I? Just to just. <laughs> yeah. oh. I'm, I'm up for that. Still, I'll go still and... going on. Still going on about that fucking McDonald's. Oh, I'm so <laughs> hungry right now. <laughs> I knew I should have eaten before we started this. <laughs> I've got I've got dinner being made for me. When I go into that next room, I think I've already eaten. Have my head bitten <laughs> off because because I'm in. I'm currently. I'm sat. Are you going out of the just... praying mantis? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm waiting for the door to fling open. Be like, but we're nearly, we're nearly, we're, we're nearly done with you anyway. Invite, invite her on the podcast. It's fine. Well, she's she's my design idea. Like, no, not design. She's my ideas person. So she comes up with uh, like different little bits that you know. She'll just be. She works full time job. She's got a very very good job. But then she'll she'll walk into the room and go. I think you should do this. Like a. That's genius. Yes. So are we're doing. Are you, you know, on, are you on speakers right now, or you got headphones in? I've got. I've got. <clears throat> oh, you got headphones. headphones. Oh, right, fair enough. I was going to say, if you're on speakers, tell me your other half's name, and I'll just start shouting. This episode <laughs> is sponsored by Marshall Headphones. They're much better than any of the headphones I've used. They're fantastic. They're just great. They make great guitar amps. So why could they not make? great headphones and they are fantastic and when you think guitar, amp, guitar amps for your ears yeah, just marshall are, if you're marshall if you're listening um i really would like one of those bluetooth speakers they're really good and really hard to steal from hotels yeah why do <laughs> hotels have the monopoly on those because you can't yeah. you you can't steal them mm. because they're not because they're plug-in they're not. They're not like battery powered. Yeah, I know a lot yeah. of people who work in hospitality who said they use them now because their old Bluetooth speakers used to get nicked all the time. Now of they can't course, rob yeah. the Marshall ones. So, okay. yeah. And then it makes you go. These are really good. I'm gonna have to go and buy one. They're three hundred and fifty pounds. That's big cash prize money, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. works. It works. But I, sorry to answer your question. I would. I would like to. I would like to take on at least one other person to come and help me do the printing side of it, you know, the screen printing side of it, the, the, the heat press, that kind of stuff, because I'm so particular and a bit of a perfectionist when it comes down to it, that I'm also a little bit reluctant to let go and have somebody else, even somebody else come and help me tie dye because I Mm -hmm. want it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And you, and also you want to put your name to something where, you know, I did a, a, a tiny little run of 20 t-shirts for Boardmasters last year where I bought these. The, the, the only way to describe them, they were like dad t-shirts. They were really, really cheap. I, I was like, oh yeah, the, the, the wholesale company I was using was like, Do you, we've got 20 of these left, do you want them? I went, yeah, cool, throw them in. And they turned up and I held them up and I was like, oh my God, my dad would wear this and he's 70. And so all I did, I just did a tiny little vinyl print across the middle that just said radical in a box. But I also did it at two o'clock in the morning, just before going to bed. 
I got down to the festival, I hung them up and I was like, yeah, they'll probably sell to someone who's maybe, you know, doesn't want to be too out there or whatever. I did sell a couple and a guy came back an hour later. And he's like, I love this T-shirt. Do you have another one in a double XL? And I went, that's the last one. I went, what's wrong with it? And he went, the print is off center. And I went, what? And I held like, it up. I went, you were like, yeah, that's on purpose. Obviously, that's what you're supposed to say. I tried. To, I, I, there was no way to. I went because the look on my face. I went, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah, you came. Yeah, I did that at two o'clock in the morning. That's my fault because I was tired and I wasn't paying attention. He should have kept it and gone like, do you know what? It's a special one that did one better than that. I gave it to the woman that ran the cafe on the beach. Then for the rest of the week, she kept me fed in pasties, sausage rolls, slushies, chocolate bars. Yeah. Well done. I was like, yes. (laughs) She's like, oh, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. And every couple of hours she'd come by and goes, do you you want a slushie? And it was like 50,000 degrees as well last summer. I was like, oh, yeah, a nice little slushy would be great. Said, Here you go. Said, do, you want a, do you want a sausage roll? I was like, yeah, I'd love a sausage roll. Not because of the t shirt, because she thought you were a badly drawn boy. She did ask where my set was <laughs> <laughs> after the festival. So, is, is that there, who's is in the next anything... room? <laughs> you brought the slushy lady home. <laughs> Your dinner tonight is pasties and slushies. I don't see I don't see a problem with that. Neither do I. No, Neither do I. They were like oh. slush puppy slushies. They were incredible. I love a slush loved puppy. It. Yeah, love I've it. got a slush puppy T-shirt from back in the day. Can't get rid of it just because of the picture on it. It's so cool. It's the original <sighs> slush puppy puppy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, oh, I bought oh. Nick's a uh, a slush puppy machine for her birthday, like a few can, years ago. You can buy. It's, it's not. It, no, it's it's not one of the big ones. It's like one of the home ones, and it's it's, it's like one it's, like Mr. Frosty's. You had to turn the handle. No, 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 no. It's like electric. It does it itself and that, and what? you basically just add a load of ice in, and then like when it's all slushed, you add in your flavoring, coloring sort it's, of thing. It takes I, fucking forever. It takes worth it though. You put me off now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got time I mean, to mess around yeah. with this. We, we we were adding alcohol to it, so it made it better. You know, margaritas. Oh, yeah. yeah. New alcohol drinkers. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it says the guy who's drinking judgmental. this whole thing of water. <laughs> I had tea. Oh. Right, is cool, it? Um, I'm going to ask you the last one. Last question. Uh, <laughs> Hit me. Was the last serious question? Uh, is there any achievement you're proud of in your time running the brand? Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I asked my other half this um, yesterday, and there's a, there's a few, but there's a, there's a standout moment for me was um, in 2021. 2021? Yeah, 2021. Uh, we were doing a photo shoot down here in Cornwall on the beach and you, you get really excited about that kind of stuff. Cause you're like, Oh, it's new content. It's going to be really good. And it's going to, you know, set Instagram on fire. Really cool. The bottom line is no one really cares that much. Like mm. you care. Cause it's your thing, but people kind of scroll through and go, yeah, yeah, cool. I did, I did a test um, about a month ago to see what your engagement is like on Instagram mm. and whether people actually read or whether they just kind of look at the pictures and go, Oh yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like it. And I did a I did a post. It was quite a big speech about blah 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 all this stuff. Blah, blah. And then right at the end, I wrote the first two people to message 
will get a free T-shirt. <laughs> and only one person. Only one message. person did it. Only one person. And how, how many? How many people had their eyes on that? I think the the post had it was like nothing massive, but it had like sixty something likes on the post. But I was like one. I was like that point proven. Because you no, could like get to the end and you go, I could get a free T-shirt by message now. But no, a one person message. A girl from Germany. You, you should have been inundated, really, shouldn't you? Yeah. I should have been like, sorry, you're too late. And I, I was like, that proves that no matter what, like, unless it's short and snappy, no one, no one really reads. It's just, it's all about the imagery. Well, I do, I, I do the, I do the sort of written blurb for the, for the pod. And I always, sometimes I go a bit overboard, but it's, Darcy does sometimes. pretty much everything. So, yeah, yeah, Darcy does <laughs> sometimes. Pretty, much, pretty much everything. Um, and the only thing I really do is show up and then write the blurb. So I do go a bit over, but I had to change one recently because it honestly, I, I did it and it was quite late at night. And the next day, even the guy whose episode it was, was like, can you like change this? Because it doesn't make any sense. And it was, it was pretty bad. Um, it but was like, a fever dream. It was a proper fever dream. Like really looking <laughs> back, I was like, what What was I doing? Like seriously, what was I doing? But it's it's my, it's my only bit of creativity for the whole thing is doing that. Uh, yeah. Well, I used to, I used to be, um, I used to work in content and marketing. I was, I was head of copywriting. So I love like engaging, like writing and copy. And then when I first started this, it was all about, you know, I was screaming and shouting about it. I was wording it really well. And now I'm just like, like, okay, here's some stuff. Like, you're not, no one's going to read this. Like, you're just, yeah. you're just literally going to look at the pictures. Well, now, maybe, maybe I should start putting less effort in then. I think you should. Don't fucking say that. <laughs> 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 one of uh, one of them, right? One one of them. I went on a basically a backstory of how I just com- completely fabricated of how the hoodie was invented, uh, and then it was how it was back in like the fifteen hundreds in China, and it was by a guy whose name was Hu Di, um, and he was <laughs> I literally went on this big like <laughs> still completely made up. The, that's still still one of the best ones yet. That I love that one. Yeah. I don't that's think I'll amazing. ever top that one. It was, yeah, it was a, that's it was that's fun. amazing. You can, try. You can um, try. Sorry, I went on off. Another, I went off another tangent. Then, um, basically, we were doing this photo shoot, and um, it was we were, it went on till kind of sunset, and it was really I was like, oh, it's really really cool. And I went home. I was looking at all the pictures, and I went to bed that night, and I had a bit of a lay in the next day, and I woke up to my phone was going absolutely ballistic all these people like sending me um like messages and screenshots and all this stuff and I was like what is going on my phone I was like I've had like 17 missed phone calls and about 50 whatsapp messages and instagram messages and all this stuff and they were all like have you seen the krang magazine homepage today have you seen the metal hammer homepage have you seen the download uh website have you seen their instagram and I was like what 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 and uh download festival in 2021 was the first festival after everything had reopened again after covid and it was the it was the, the pilot festival the tester to see if they could do festivals within kind of like safeguarding and you know all that stuff that goes around it and um they but like basically i had given the drummer from a band called skin dread um a couple of teas awesome band yeah <laughs> fantastic for the fantastic band really great guys i'd given him a couple of of his his thing is he loves to cut off tees because he's mm. a drummer. Um, and I'd done him a kind of like a dip dye 
cut off teething with with the radical logo on the back of it and i just said you know if you're doing a gig or whatever wear it and the picture on a lot of these websites was literally just it's shot at the back right behind him where he's like mid kind of like hitting the cymbal and the the drums and then it's just ten thousand people out in front of him and there's my logo the logo in massive letters across his back just there and it was on all these websites and i was like oh my like honestly like all the hairs on my arm like stood up and i was like i was like i gave it to him thinking you know he'll never wear it i want to find it now and he and he wore it on stage and there was this whole like they they'd gone through a little that something had happened before the gig i think their their manager or tour manager had 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 a sudden heart attack or something so the the atmosphere was really kind of somber before they go on and there was a whole video of them warming up backstage before going on and there he is with his drums just hitting on like a you know a box and the the video just kind of pans around him and there he is with the tell i was just like holy shit he wore it like he's wet he's actually wearing it like this is fantastic this is is this on your instagram anyway i want to see it yeah if you scroll like you have to scroll down quite far um probably to like i will go i'll find it i'll find it after this i want to see it i'll find yeah it it's the picture it's just like it for me that was just like a moment where you know you give stuff to friends and you give stuff to people and you you, you know you mm. i've sent stuff to um different people and different bands and stuff across the world and you never nothing ever comes of it and so you kind of go oh this, you know it's cool to send it to you but you know if you want to wear it when you're at home wear it at home and the fact that he wore it then on stage for me was like it was a real like heartwarming really nice moment like I was like that's fucking fantastic like, that means the absolute world to me and then and then you get carried away and then you go oh my god my followers are gonna jump up to the thousands like I'm gonna get millions of followers and this is gonna be cool and you, I got like four <laughs> like because it wasn't because <laughs> it, it, it wasn't promoted as a thing for me it was you know it was promoted for um the you know the music and stuff there it is i found it there you can kind of like is it blurry oh wicked yeah, Just, yeah, yeah it's cool that. that's fucking yeah. awesome and the, the the official photographer that took it he sent me like an entire like folder full of all these images that he'd taken like other ones as well and like when they that's finished wicked. their thing they, you know they all stand in front of the stage and the crowd behind them and kind of like arms in the air and there's a little logo just there and i was like oh yes fantastic so for me that's that's a proud moment and also the fact that we've got um at the moment i've got a couple of like uh like young kind of 13 14 year old team surfers as riders who are basically they're just they're incredible little kids they're absolutely phenomenal and they are going to be smashing it in a few years time they're smashing it now so i basically jumped on and gone right come on we'll sponsor you and hopefully we'll watch them kind of flourish and turn into the uk's next best thing Excellent work. So, yeah. Excellent work. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Um, do you have <sighs> any questions for us, mate? Oh, I have like a million questions for you guys. <laughs> like I, I one thing that I don't really understand is you clearly live together, but you're sat in separate rooms. <laughs> yeah. We also sleep in separate beds. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> no, we don't. There, there, there was an episode where it did it like we were either into the same sneaks, room. Sneaks in at night. A sneak in. A little, little slip for a cheeky fumble. Little slippery. Little... Heavy, heavy breathing. 
Yeah, but that, that's that's just that's just me because I'm unfit. <laughs> <laughs> jump, jump, jump into bed with Captain Haddock, slip him a digit. Good night. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 like so, I, so many questions. I don't even know where to start. Like, um, we could make an entire other podcast where I interview you. That would be cool. Let's do that. <laughs> Let's do that. Good. Yeah, yeah. Not now. It's, no, no, right, no. I'm absolutely <laughs> starving. Do another two hours. <laughs> yeah. We're, we've She'll been, be like, "Where's my t- dinner?" We've been talking about doing some lives at some point um, through uh, through the brand social Instagram, and um, we'd love to have you on that if you're ever up. Really. Oh, that would be amazing. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, th- th- like, t- like through Instagram, like, do you, are you? How are you guys like? How do you find it? Like, are you getting a good engagement from it? Like, nah, because it's dog shit. Mm, yeah, it's weird, honest. isn't it? I think the the pod the so I have I have five different Instagram accounts. Five. Yeah, you wow. a bit like that. So I've got I've got my personal one, and then I've got Downcast, which is my yep. brand. I've got yep. Rewind, which is mine and Pav's brand. I've got the podcast. And I've got the print shop. Okay. Uh, for the print shop and the pod, engagement's actually really good. Okay. For everything else, it's shit. It's shit. Yeah, but we haven't really we're, put we're, anything on Rewind. Consi- we considering, no, Rewind we haven't, so that kind of has to be disregarded. And then my personal account's my personal account. I'm not bothered about the downcast, considering it's the biggest of the lot and there's like 10.5K followers on there or whatever. Yeah. The engagement, we probably get the same level of engagement and reach as we do to the print shop, which has 500 followers. Do you, I mean, do you think that it's a, uh, because essentially what I was doing at the beginning and I was talking to people is that I was rinsing Instagram for everything it's got in terms of what it was, was it's, it was, especially in lockdown, it was free marketing mm. because mm. nobody had anything to do. They were just, everyone was just scrolling. Mm. And mm. my sales during lockdown compared to, now my sales in lockdown were huge yeah everyone's, everyone's no one, in the I mean, same in, thing in, I think. In, in lockdown we were we were having 10 15k a month sales and like but the second kind of not the second lockdown ended because we still did well after lockdown ended but yeah. it was a case of literally our ads were doing so well because people were just doom scrolling and had nothing yeah. to spend the money on nothing yeah yeah so yeah. it was like and that's not kind of calling to kind of our stuff or any other brand stuff kind of just like stuff that people have bought because they're bored necessarily but it's just it was no, that but... kind of target audience was a lot more accessible and people yeah, had the a trend. lot more yeah they just didn't really give as much of a shit about their money because it was like they didn't have to pay for travel they didn't have to pay for lunch anywhere or anything like that so it was like that was just it's free money essentially that they could just spend yeah. what they like and also the excitement of the doorbell going and knowing yeah, that exactly. it's the postman and yeah. like you know i was the same i was ordering <laughs> so much stuff friends, i was like please yeah dave it's so good to see you <laughs> come on in game of ping pong and that's when the, yeah. that's when the uh, mask on though mask on <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah because i feel I, like it's it's a tough call now because like you said like, you saw my advert that's been popping up quite a lot at the moment that's the first time since the brand has started that has i have got this kind of engagement which has actually made me feel like i'm doing something like worthwhile 
because up until that point it was like sometimes you put a post up and you got like five likes on it i'm lucky if i get five no i don't really post a great deal my print shop stuff really but someone told me a while ago they're like you shoot you know your followers compared to your the likes you were getting your likes if you're getting over 10 percent, you're doing a good job and i was like huh that's I don't know anybody who's getting ten percent. It's nobody's getting ten percent. I mean, we're, I don't think so I don't think I'm getting four percent. So we've got over ten thousand followers. So in theory, if we're getting ten percent, we should be getting a thousand likes on every post we put up. That, yeah. but that has never happened. Literally, never happened. Even before the whole iOS thing, the algorithm changes or anything, we'd maybe be looking at one percent, maybe two, yeah. at a push. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like in reality, it's like point one percent. That's what it yeah. is. And every but, every brand we've spoken to, as that we've spoken to about social media, has said exactly the same thing. It's bollocks. Yeah. They're fucking social media experts that are out there. They're saying, mm. "Oh yeah, like you know, your you you should be your engagement rate should be like one to three percent or whatever, depending on what your follower base is." It's complete and utter. Have, bollocks. You, have you seen the Instagram what, suggestions that have come out recently from Instagram? And what no. you're supposed to do to grow your I page? Disre- it's, it's basic, I disregard no. everything Instagram says because yeah. it's, it's basically a full time job. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's either, it's either like... that, either that, or you spend a fuckload of money. But the mistake that we made, and I'm realizing it more and more now, is the second you start spending money with Instagram, when you stop it, your engagement just disappears completely, yeah. fucking disappears. So I haven't, run, I haven't run any ads for six months. Yeah. Um, because the stuff that we were putting out there, it was like, yeah, we were probably making the money back and a little bit more, but for the effort that it took, it was like, it's not worth it. I'd rather just leave the brand a little bit dormant and we're still getting sales like completely organically because I'm not even really pushing it on social media. Like it's just people coming across us or customers coming back to us. And that's really nice. That feels more rewarding than, you know, getting, yeah, ten sales a day from sales from people that have never come back. Yeah, um, but I'm I'm just bored of that side of it. Really, because well, really I fucking bored of that side of it. I had to learn to like detach myself from it because I became so obsessed with it of you know the growth that you were having and you know our growth prediction and like converting into sales and you know oh i've got i've got 10 new followers today and then tomorrow i've dropped two and then the next day i've got two more and i was like i was becoming like a little bit too obsessed with it and it was affecting me like quite a lot because i was like then you start comparing yourself to other people and that's when when the jealousy kicks in that's when I realized I had to like I had to take a step back because I had yeah, to go. You do, have, you do have to dial it back and realize that it's kind of like it is. I mean, as as much as you love it and as much as you're involved in it, it is just a clothing brand. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And if you think about it as well, like the amount of clothing brands that I see pop up, and also the amount of clothing brands that I follow on my own personal account that I skim mm. past and don't pay any attention to so why should i be upset when someone's not paying me 
Mm. I'm not giving the other people the same respect. So why are they, you know, I shouldn't be getting upset by that. And it it does become that weird thing where, especially when you're creating all the content yourself, you you know, I'm not paying somebody else to do it. I'm not paying an agency. I'm literally doing it all. I'm creating it all myself. I'm having these ideas. Um, Some of my most recent posts have been a little bit wacky and a little bit kind of over-creative because of the, you know, the photo stealing situation I had. I was like, I'm going to create really, really weird, colorful, you know, half hand drawn, half kind of photos of of the imagery that I've got. So that if someone steals this, I'm going to go, you, that is 100% wrong. Mm. Like, mm. and then you start going, you're so proud of it that when you put it up and you're like, and you're checking back every two minutes, go, oh, one more like, oh, one, one more like, mm. that that's not a good way to be. Just and to put I've it in context, we had a, a guy on Fletcher who's a friend of mine is a printer and um, on his Instagram, he had one of his videos of him printing just went mad. And when I last checked it, it was two 82 videos. and a, 82 well, two. He had two. One of them went particularly mad. The, 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 when I checked last, it was 82 and a half million. One of these, one of these Jesus. videos. Yeah. And the other one was at 60 something million. And we asked him how much work he actually got out of that. And he was like, basically none. But like it was yeah. just, it was, lots of people saw it, but it didn't drive anyone to do anything for him. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Like, why, why are we fixated over this if like, it's I not wanna, actually... I want to I see what it's at now. Let's let's, let's check it out. You, <laughs> you, talk amongst yourselselves. Should we, um, but, should we do some do some. Let's randoms, do some randoms, yeah. 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 Right, these are quick fire. Oh, shh. That might, be a, that might be a silly thing to ask you to do, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very good at this at all. <laughs> Maybe I should get. Um, so on, uh, I, I've mentioned a few pet peeves then. What's your biggest pet peeve? I'm just going to see if we can get somebody else to join me. So you can, do... maybe she could do this with me. <laughs> she might be asleep. Oh, that'd be well, she'd be well pleased if you wake her well, up. She's, she's just going to come in and punch you. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Can you? I need your help. <laughs> With what? Some questions. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't phone. go out as video. She it can't. Go she can't video. hear you because I've got headphones on. Are oh. you? I'm. I'm still on the the recording, but you're on loudspeaker. It's Wait. audio only. It's audio only, so they can hear you, but you can't hear them. Okay. Well, hello. I'm in my pajamas, so I'm not. I'm not coming downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. Good, good, goodbye then. You can relay the questions to me if you want. Okay, I, re- I relayed the first question to you. Yeah, go on then. What was what was the first question? So it's what, what is your biggest pet peeve? What is my biggest pet peeve? Your biggest pet peeve. Yeah. Um, your biggest pet peeve is when people say they're going to do something and then they don't do it. Yeah, that's that's Fair. valid actually. Yeah, that fair. Is fair. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. I get really like you. So many opportunities and so much stuff that has happened, or is going to happen, that then doesn't happen, and I get a little bit too. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hang up now. Thanks, Dawn. Okay. Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. I, I didn't even realize she got upstairs. Um, I get I get a bit trigger happy sometimes you might notice. And uh when someone goes, Oh, I think this would be really cool, we're like we'll do this collaboration. And I start telling everyone, like, we're gonna do this, it'll be really fantastic. And it doesn't happen. 
yeah. I get a bit like, mm, okay, but I wish I hadn't shut my mouth through. up. Not following through. Um, yeah. That, that, and also people be like, oh my God, your stuff is so cool. Like on payday, I'm going to buy it. And then, mm-hmm. you know, nothing happens. And you're like, oh, okay. But, you know, yeah. It's, it's more the kind of like the collaboration process or the opportunities that don't come when someone mentions that something's going to happen and it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well. yeah. My go. What skill yeah. would you like to master? I would like to be, I would really, really like to be a Photoshop wizard. You yeah. can do that? Yeah. I, my, it's just like, it's like learning a whole language. What it is, yeah. And what, what, what will really confuse you is if you learn Photoshop and then try and learn Illustrator. Because they're... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they are, they are two. It's like it is like learning two languages. Then <laughs> I can't. I don't have my brain. There's not enough space in here. Take so, the hat off for that. And then it, it, it... <laughs> <laughs> it's keeping if, it if all re- in. <laughs> if you really want to fuck up your head as well, try learning uh, After Effects as well. Not see. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not a graphic designer in any way, shape, or form. I'm. I'm slowly learning. I'm slowly tweaking and and like, you know, I think if a graphic designer saw my design process of from when the design idea starts to 120 pages later, when you come to the final thing, I think they would go, you you need to stay in therapy. I disagree, disagree completely with so that because I. I was a, I was a graphic designer for years, and that is exactly my design process. And I was is pretty it? successful we had, we had with a, what I we did. Had a, we had a guest on not that long ago who would also disagree with you. The the, the, the efforts he went to and the, the iterations he went through to get any to get designs done staggering. But I think you have to do it sometimes. Ah, oh, see, I thought I was maybe like just an absolute mess. And was just no. the other problem. I mean, the other I mean problem don't, I don't get me wrong, you are. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I think you have to be to do that. <laughs> yeah. The other problem, like, because the other problem I have is that when you, when I'm given too many choices hmm. and colors, I wish, at some points, I wish there was just four colors and that was it. Because when you start going through the entire gradient of colours, I'm like, well, that looks really good and that looks really good. And they all look really good. I have to I sometimes... Bet, I, I bet bet you wish you had my superpower then. I'm colourblind. What's your superpower? <laughs> yes. Not completely. Not completely. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I have a form of colourblindness and it limits my uh, my colour palette. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's, can't see it that looks the same and nick's will be like I, that'll do. I thought that was like a baby blue and nick's is like that's fucking like violet what are you on about <laughs> well sometimes yeah. when someone says they're colorblind but i instantly go oh my god because i in my head i'm like oh he's blind do, do you see like dogs do you see like yeah. dogs is everything black and white <laughs> yeah my 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 life is basically like a 1940s movie simpler times <laughs> Yeah, yeah there's no sound either. I'm completely deaf, so. Eh? What? Who? Eh? Yeah. Pardon? This is, we've just been freewheeling. You're really good at lip reading. <laughs> <laughs> over, over screen. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh, Where were we? You're did we good. all just go, ah, oh, at the same time? Yeah, the sigh. The sigh. What is the weirdest food combo you enjoy? Oh, 
This is a good. Um, I I'm almost vegetarian, but I really love chicken liver pate. You know, like the least vegetarian <laughs> thing you can possibly. But you may have said I'm almost vegetarian, <laughs> yeah. but occasionally I kick a cat. <laughs> I don't really like meat that much, but a, a, a chicken liver pate and coleslaw sandwich. Oh, that actually sounds banging. I'm writing that down. I'm going to make one of them tomorrow. Really, it's really, really good. Um, and also I mix uh, Weetabix and all brand together with milk and then put it in the microwave for a minute. That's basically porridge. People don't like that. They say that's weird, <laughs> but it keeps you regular. <laughs> but, but that's basically porridge. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, and, and uh, Haribo dipped in... Blue cheese. I'm sorry, but you're only allowed oh, one. No, Mikey. no, no. <laughs> right. And you, you know, like you tried to slip that one in. Yeah, I know. That's why I was. You only one. Right. That one is disgusting. With that vetoed. Edit, edit that out. <laughs> no, I'm you're leaving that one out. in. I'm editing the other two out. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, uh, right, what fictional character would you most like? Would you most like to be? Oh, always. That's not mm-hmm. my internet, is it? Is it? Oh, I've no, lost you both. A... Oh, there yeah. we go. Uh, ask it again, okay. mate. What... Try again. Uh, what fictional character would you most like to be friends with? Oh, it's a very good question. Um, oh, what fictional character? Do you know what? Um, I'd quite like to be friends with, um, and this is going to show my nerdy side, quite like to be friends with um, Aragon from Lord of the Rings. The film. Good old Viggo yeah. Mortensen. Yeah, yeah. Because in the film, so, he had, so with, he had good... So with, so with Aragon or with Viggo Mortensen? Though? Actual Aragon, because he's a bit oh. like, he's a bit, you don't, you can't read him, can you? You just, you don't know like yeah. what he's thinking is what he's doing but he had he had a good beard he had good hair and he was really good with a sword and I'd, I'd like him to teach me how to be good with a sword and he shags left so I feel like, well. yeah there's that as well yeah <laughs> yeah and she was she was she was great in uh empire records so i mean she's just she's just a good in everything isn't she yeah but at what point do you look at her and think you look a bit like your dad Mm. She, she, she's she has got i don't think she's the the prettiest she's, she's quite pretty she's not the prettiest she's got a bit her face is a bit like when you like look at your reflection in a spoon you know it's all sort of like squished yeah that's that's steven tyler yeah yeah i suppose it is yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. i suppose the apple never falls far from the tree yeah yeah i'd, yeah. I'd probably i'd probably get her to put the the pointy ears on because i think she'd look better like that. I should hear you better as well. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, but that's no problem with that. Because I don't stop talking. <laughs> I didn't want to. You know, when the conversation but... done, she takes them off. <laughs> so I'm just pulling oh, my ears off now. Right, Darcy, yeah. your go because we're never going to get these done otherwise. Um, winter or summer? Sh- don't, oh, this don't. Oh. That's tough because what kind of winter are we talking? Because 
If it's snow, I do love snow. Okay, but if snowboard, it's snowboarding or surfing then? Oh, no, I can't do that. Yeah. There we go. There we go. That's that, is bas- that is basically the question, though, isn't it? It is the question. Because when it's winter and it's it's cold, but it's not cold enough to snow, and it's just everything's I mean, wet I, all the sh- time. Shall I, shall I rephrase it as spring or autumn? Because they're both shit. They're both shit. Yeah, they're both crap. But I'd go, sp- <laughs> I'd go sp- spring over autumn any day because spring is the excitement's in the air for sunny days. Mm. Cool. I do uh, like snowboarding, but I do like surfing. You like side- a- you like sideways activities. I do like sideways. I eat sideways as well, and also I think they look better sideways <laughs> as well. It's a shame it's a podcast and the <laughs> listeners can't see. Oh, well, the photo I'll send you will just be like a. <laughs> that would actually be really shot. good <laughs> that's brilliant you've got to do that now we've, we're holding you to it now verbal I'll, go, I'll get her down in her pyjamas go take a photo of me doing this I think I know what the answer to this is if you uh, became a hoarder what item would be your hoarding item of choice records yeah I had a feeling yeah. yeah yeah I, at last count, I think I had like through, oh, was it 2,800 and something records? Jesus. <laughs> I've, been, I, I've, yeah. I've been collecting them for a long time, like long before they were selling them in Sainsbury's. I'm, I'm just brutal with my collection. I have a purge every now and again. Oh, um, no. I limit myself to, because my, my, my record cabinet is, or my new record cabinet anyway, is a 1960s like bespoke built record oh, with like nice. pull out doors and if it is fucking lovely but i can oh. fit about 120 records in it oh so I that sounds to... I'll, mm. send, I'll send you a picture of it it's yeah send me a picture gorgeous. of that and it's got like the like the metal cut logo plastered on the front, but half of it's missing where it's broken off at some point over the years. Oh. And that it's fucking lovely. But my, my neighbours found it in house clearance, and I got it for eighty quid. Oh, I don't. You yeah. probably won't be able to see this, but I, that that was from. Yeah, I'm trying to get. Wow, that was that's quite a few years ago. So it's it's grown even more since then. Like that's what she, said. she never says that. Ever. <laughs> I mean, if anything, with age, it's gotten smaller. <laughs> and less responsive. <laughs> as a person. Oh. As a person. Oh, I get it. You, you, you guys are talking about penises, aren't you? <laughs> no. I was t- talking about the car, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Fucking hell, Pav. Calm down. Final questions? Hit me. <laughs> Go for it. Um, if you weren't doing what you do, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, um, playing ping pong with a DPD drive. That's what you'd be doing. I, I wasn't very good at ping pong, actually. I was really bad at it. I never even made it past the first round. Well, so you, um, you were just a ping. Yeah. It was more, yeah, it wasn't really pong. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would probably be in, I, I mean, I used to be a, a snowboard tech, so I'd probably be living in the mountains, servicing snowboards for minimum wage and eating good food and doing that. Where are we? What's? Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, I was actually, that the picture's really cool as well. But, oh, yeah, that's uh, Cassandra, yeah. That's, my, that's yeah. one of my snowboards. That's oh, my, nice. That's my yes typo. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've got two yes snowboards. 
keyboard. So I've got a yes type. I've got an optimist. Not an optimist. I've got the softer. I've got the Y. I've got a K2 oh. Cool Bean. I've got a Ride Decade. That's that's going back a bit. The old Ride Decade. I've got. And, I've still got a Ride DH. And I've got. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it's, it. Bas- it's basically just as stiff as a two by four. That decade. It's unreal. I can imagine. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then the obligatory skate banana for when I'm feeling lazy. <laughs> I'm I'm actually allergic to bananas, so I'm also allergic to the skate banana. I haven't ridden it since I got my typo. There's but, a reason why. Yeah, they are like, shit, but they are shit. When, but they, but they, they are the the definition of fantastic marketing mm. because when they came out, you couldn't buy them over here, mm. and then they released like I think it was like a hundred into the uk and everyone wanted one they were so sought after and they kept it really you know low-key like no no, you can't get them sold we had three in the shop and they sold out straight away and the next year they released a few more and they were snapped up instantly and you had to wait till next season and then bang they just brought in you know millions of them and everyone snapped them up straight away and i was like that's really good keep it like that that supply and demand like they nintendo did wanting that they nintendo did yeah 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 they did and smashed it um, it's a shame that just the graphics are terrible. Yeah, I'm not really fussed about graphics on them. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me. But it just, it just, I feel like want to dick about, in the, in the, you know, on in the park or whatever. They're fracking for that. Like they're, they're, everywhere, everywhere else, they're dog shit. And also, they are a, uh, a snowboard technician's nightmare because of the magnet traction. Yeah, that is rail. A- I, 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 the one thing I, I really dislike about it is actually the magnet traction, which sounds ridiculous, but. If the odd time you hit some hard pack on it, the noise is just horrible. It sounds like you're being chased by something. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't fucking stand it. I cannot stand it. It's true. It's true. It is horrible. Like genuinely yeah. horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've got friends who like if 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 I was on happened to be on the, the skate banana that day, because I haven't ridden it for like four years. Um, then uh, they would purposely ride behind away me. yeah so they <laughs> so they couldn't hear it <laughs> oh just, I, I just i just i've never really understood it i've never understood the hype behind it but they they, they, know, they have they have their, their place but their place isn't all mountain but no. they do have yeah yeah i mean this is coming from the guy cool. who's there's a mic isn't it uh yeah oh, oh. oh. Someone's having back. internet troubles tonight. It's probably me. You know, I live, I live in the butt fuck no. Um, can you hear me now? Hear me now? Yeah. Hear me yep. now. Is it my? Is it my question? Yeah. 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 Which uh, can you recommend any brands you think would be good in the pod? Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, there's this really cool one called uh, Radical. They they seem to be doing some pretty fun stuff at the moment. Um, do, you want, do you want to do a six-month catch-up? Yeah, should we do that? That'd be pretty cool. Um, there's, 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 you know what? There's um, When I first started, there was a nice little collective of other brands that were all kind of doing this, like you know, similar kind of thing. And they have... Uh, we've What I wanted to do in the beginning was, instead of being in competition with everyone, like why not create this kind of like this friendly kind of hub where people can, you know, kind of talk to each other and, and help each other out and stuff like that. Um, so the first board masters I did, 
to kind of tie in with the mental health stuff, I wanted to do a raffle and you could win. And I got all these other brands to donate prizes. So um, there's a guy up in Leeds, a guy uh, called Graham who runs Drop. Um, He's a fantastic guy, really, really nice guy. Um, There is uh, a guy in Leicester. I think he's in Leicester. Uh, Let me just double check. He is called... Ah, oh, fuck, what's he called? Um, it's like Catch... Uh, it's like Clatch Co or Catch... Uh, I'm really shit at pronouncing his thing. Let me find him. What is he called? You can edit this out, right? Because this could be a while. This is live. <sighs> yeah, it's going out live. Like, yeah, there's, no, there's no editing. Oh, well, in that case, please... Oh, wait, it's there in my stories. Please hold the line. <laughs> Clatch... Co. K-L-A-T-C-H. Co. Um, really, really super nice guy. He just, he does like um, kind of beadies and caps and socks. And what I really like about this guy is that um, when you're in, like you're involved in this industry, when someone has, you know, jumped on something that's doing really, really well, and then you ask that person, oh, where do you know, what supplier did you use to get this? People keep that stuff very, very close to their chest. And I yeah. found that the people I bonded with are the people who are really willing to say, try this place. This is where this I got is- this. They're really good guys. Mm-hmm. Like they'll do this for you. Um, the, you know, with drop, he was kind of giving me a couple of lists of other suppliers that he uses. He's like, try this place. They're really, really cool. I was like, that's fantastic. The clutch guy, he, I've been getting my socks from Europe and the import charge of it is absolutely huge. Like it's who massive. Who have you been using out of curiosity? I have been using... uh, Is it it Kingly by any chance? No. Um, What are they called? All I know is she's called Monica. The the customer service person called Monica. Um, And, I mean, the socks are fantastic. I I took a bit of a a risk of it last year. Like, everyone was like, oh, you know, bum bags, bucket hats, socks. Those are the things that are, you know, doing really, really well for people. And I was like, "Mm." every sock company I'd looked at, they was like, yeah, we do socks for you, but it's a minimum, you know, minimum order quantity of 250 pairs. And I was like, fuck, what, you know, what if I sell two pairs? I'm stuck on like 248 pairs of socks. At least you're like good at maths. I am really good at maths, yeah. <laughs> um, people are going to be getting them for Christmas and birthdays for the next like 10 years. <laughs> like, this is going to suck for them. And I found this one company and they were like, yeah, well, minimum order quantity is 50. So I took a hit and I went, right, this is my this is the design I want. Uh, it was two weeks before Boardmasters last year. I said, how quickly can you get them here? And they're like, if we knock this out today without any packaging, you'll have them by Wednesday next week. And I said that on a Thursday. Fair enough. They turned up. I was like, all right, they've knocked them up pretty quickly. They're probably going to be not very good. I opened the box, put a pair. I looked at them. I was like, they're not in any packaging. It was just, you know, pairs of socks just stacked on top of each other. And they look all right. They look all right. And I put them on and I was like, Ah, these they are like walking on clouds, soft. So they're wet, you're soaking wet, <laughs> a bit cold. <laughs> All these aeroplanes were flying through really turbulently through my feet. I was like, "Oh, that's not good." Um, they're like the sports socks, you know, mm-hmm. they're kind of like you know, kind of ankle to shin, kind of high, just you know, white with a nice little pattern on. But they're like, but the but the the heel and the footbed area was like 
just really like squidgy and really, really nice. And there was a guy at Boardmasters last year who was working for Surface Against Sewage. And he was like, oh, I'm the sock guy, but I only ever wear stance socks. Sorry, stance socks. And um, No, it's stance. It's stance, right? Yeah. Stance. Stance. And uh, there's no there's no fucking R in it, is there? There's no R in it. The same as when I'm going to go in a minute and have a might have a bath tonight. There's no, it's not bath. There's no R in it. I have a bath. Exactly. Um, exactly. Maybe it's got a TH on the end, not an F. But yeah, I'm gonna do a bit. He I'm bought a pair. Of, I say bath. I'm from Cornwall, and we say bath. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm from the southeast. So uh, and you yeah, say so, so oh, shower. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it says hose in the garden. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've got hose all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say you've got them in different area codes? <laughs> yeah, I've got hose. Yeah. Hose. <laughs> he, um, he bought a pair of socks and he was like, oh, you went a hamster. He came running up to me in the evening when we were at the actual festival. He came running up to me and he went, but these are better than any of the stance socks I've ever had. And I went, okay, cool. But the problem with it is that with the kind of the import charge and stuff on it, they're working out to be they're working out to be quite expensive. So I messaged this guy from Clatch and I was just like, oh, you know, where'd you get your socks from? And he went, here's the here's my contact details for this guy. Give him a shout. Say I've sent you. He'll sort you out. And this fair play. Within three days, I had six sample pairs of socks turn up from this guy that he uses. He was like, yeah, cool. Any friend of it? Like, like that's amazing. That's really good. Other people would keep that. Oh, you yeah. go on the internet, Google it. Like. What you know, I don't have to shoot. I don't understand the kind of closed off mentality with whether it's screen printing or whether it's with brands and stuff. Like, I, I was speaking to a brand the other day, and it's a brand I really like, and one I've been trying to urge to get on the pod, but they're not yeah. pod people, if you know what I mean. It's it's like it's cool, you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea in that. But I, I, I said to him, I was like, out of curiosity because i really wanted to buy one of their t-shirts but i'm really really fussy with my sizing so i was like what blanks are you using because i've printed on pretty much every fucking blank we can get hold on in the uk and the advantage of being a screen printer is i'm ordering multiple sizes i can try them on and if somebody says to me oh what's the fit like on this or how does this feel or what kind of like what's the weight or what's the cut or whatever i can actually tell them from it's like okay this is what i wear this is my kind of body type it is my ideal garments but this is how these other things fit and it's a what he's using is a garment i recognize but i wasn't 100 percent sure so i was just like i'm I'm, you know i'm just asking like as a you know i'm no judge oh he was like that's a secret it's just like, oh, okay, well, that's the end of that then, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to get anything out of you. It's yeah. literally like, I'm, I'm not going to go, oh, this guy's using these blanks or whatever. It's like, I don't fucking care. It's literally, yeah. I'm saying, I'd like to buy a T-shirt, but I'm really picky with the stuff that I buy. Yeah. So I just want to know yeah. on the size. Of it. And he just went, the sizing's on the website. It's just like, yeah, but I know you've just copy and pasted yeah. that from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. You, you haven't know, sized whatever. guys I'll, that I'll, up I'll, yourself. I'll just leave it. Yeah. But no, you know, not to be a dick, but it's, you know, no. I'm not going to go and spend 40 quid on a t shirt and not know if I like and, it. Yeah. And, you know, I really want to, there's people out there who use the uh, Stanley and Stella t shirts. 
And I really, you know, for me personally, I would love to get on board with them, but I find as a fit on me, I find them a really weird fit. I find them really short and I don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't like, like, how how do you find the AS colours? Do you find those really long? I like long fit. I don't fucking hate the AS colour staples. Do you? The cl- I'm wearing the classic at the moment, and I was saying Darcy earlier. Are really nice. I think they've actually made them slightly shorter. I could be, I, I could do. be going mad. No, um, no, but, no. no. I, I really do because I printed on some a while back, like probably going on two years ago, mm, and yeah. I could have sworn they were longer. They were like below my arse cheeks, and but, now it's not. But that's because so, you're what five five foot two, uh, a four foot eight. <laughs> I, I was I was being he's nice. Sta- he's standing up at the moment. <laughs> yeah, look, I'm jumping. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, using that. They're, they're, they're they've got a really good color palette though, which I really like about the AS color do. stuff. I, and I I love AS color as a company. I really really do. So I'm not bitching about them. I'm just more talking about the staple tees. And I've had a right moan at them before, and I moaned at them when we saw them at print run promotion as well, saying their t-shirts are too fucking long. <laughs> um so yeah i i still quite gladly print on them like you know the cap that i'm wearing the downcast cap that's as color like their yeah. headwear is fucking next level it's yeah. i don't yeah, yeah, yeah. think any I, I don't think anybody competes with it um i think stanley seller are trying to but i've seen yeah. the samples of the stanley seller headwear and i'm not all that impressed with the price point no as color do it better for a better, better price point and, and like, and this is the stuff with the Stanley Seller stuff is that like, they are they're price pointing they're quite to do high. Too much. They are trying to do too much. But one thing I noticed last year with the people that were so because I do all the tie dyeing myself, and I and I like doing dip dye, so I like having you know the bottom yeah, two yeah. different colors and white in the middle. And if you know the trick of how to keep that white when you wash it through, it's fantastic. Last year I saw at quite a few festivals there was the stanley stella t-shirt where it was the the blue and the orange mm. yeah, yeah there was yeah. really faded blue and orange but i was doing my own and people were like oh that's just stanley. i was like he's like yours looks more colorful than mine i was like but it's not stanley stella and i'm doing it myself whereas you're buying it in bulk and the same with their like spiral tie-dye they're mm. all exactly the same whereas with my tie-dye stuff you will get like because I'm doing it in my garden, every single one is slightly different. Um, and I think when you're buying it in bulk like that, I find it tends to, yeah. That's Stanley that, Seller. And all of them are pretty much exactly the same. Exactly the same. From, yeah. Like you might get one that's like half an inch a bit lower or higher yeah. or whatever, but it's, the, the pattern is the same. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. they do it. but I think it's machine magic. Done. It's magic. Because it's not... Like, when I'm trying to do it, and I spend a lot of time trying to make them perfect, and I was doing some yesterday in the garden, and there was one, and I, the way I picked it out in the bucket, it just ended with a few drips, and I was like, ah! And I went, oh, do you know what? Like, that's that does separate from the rest. So when someone goes, oh, where'd you get these done? I go, no, I do it myself. Look, I screwed up mm. on this one. But it keeps it authentic and different. Um, and the same with their jackets, you know, I've noticed they only do, they do a small range of jackets, 
but everyone is buying into their, you know, they did the, the puffer long tail jacket thing. And I saw quite a few companies this year be like, check out this amazing new hour, new jacket. And I was like, no, that's it's the Stanley and Stella one. Like yeah. it's insanely <laughs> expensive. Like, come on. Like, yeah. That would be my doing, didn't they? They don't, yeah, that's it. They, they know what they're doing. So and that so, would be uh, my where can where, um oh go on is it me or you it's you isn't it Mate, it's you sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. stop stealing my questions go on go, go. where can go people on. find you mate me in general or the brand because yeah, read, read out read out your home address that's oh, fine dearly <laughs> yeah well just i'm just here just usually watching tv eating some kind of biscuits uh no, but I'm about to launch the new website, which is another thing that's taken longer than I wanted to do it by Christmas, but I haven't done it. I'm now having to pay somebody else to create this website because my the ideas just kept coming and coming and coming and to become so big. So we're about to drop, which should come soon, is a website called The Rad Lab. So it's everything kind of encompassed into one place. So it's a destination website as opposed to just somewhere where you kind of, you know, click into a store. Um, so that will be, that's, I think mean, it's called theradlab.uk, which hopefully in two weeks' time, that should be up. But uh, so in, it in a week's time, if you're, I don't know, uh, just, a, yeah, just over a week's time. If you're yeah, fingers- for the listener. Fingers crossed. But if not, it's just radicalclothinguk.com and it has links to, you know, the Instagram, Facebook, the shop. Um, but the I mean, with the new website, everything is changing, including the store, because uh, when I first started, I had, there was a square site, which was basic enough for me to use at the beginning. Um, but it's not, it's not optimized for mobile phone. And yeah. when you have more than like five products in there, you have to, you know, it's, it's all listed one by one and it just gets a bit, yeah, yeah. So everything is changing and kind of turning around. So yeah, fingers crossed. Well, meeting up with her tomorrow to find out where, how, where we're at and should be ready to go pretty soon. Awesome, so we'll keep, we'll yeah, keep, a, keep, we'll, a, keep we'll, an eye on we'll, that. We'll tell okay, everyone right. to go there. Yeah. Final tell question there. for you. Uh, hands, hands for Final feet. question. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit deeper than that oh, oh, oh. what is the meaning of life <laughs> well should I go really close do this <laughs> um, this is actually it's a little bit deep actually because I would say that the meaning of life is just to be happy just find your happiness through through doing this brand and you know i'm now mental health first aid trained and i've met a lot of people through doing this brand who have and it's lovely they have somehow like felt overwhelmed to open up to me whether it's at festivals or events or online or whatever and i've met some people who have almost had me in tears by telling me their story and that in itself is is absolutely fantastic because to, for a clothing brand to be able to make you feel comfortable enough to tell a complete stranger something that you have been through 
or something that somebody else has been through, I think is absolutely amazing. So to be able to, it's radical. It's radical. It's, it is. I need to, I need to, I I don't use it enough because I got a bit bored of saying it at the beginning. So I've I've replaced it with awesome. (laughs) Now (laughs) it's not the name of the brand. Like for example, last year at download, this guy came into the stand and he, I think he spent about 220 pounds on stuff. And he was just like, and he was a little bit kind of skitty, a little bit frantic and a bit like, oh, I want this and I want that, I want that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And he turned around to me, he looked at me and he said, I'm so happy I found this stand. And I said, really, why? And he goes, because today is the 10th anniversary of my dad taking his own life. And it was just perfect that here you are raising mental health awareness and I want to spend my money here. And I went, right. I was like, that's, you didn't have to tell me that. You could just bought mm. a couple of bits and gone, yo, cool, cheers, thanks. And mm. for people to tell you, for people to open up, it's like, it's great. And they always say like, you know, how do you cope? Like, what have you done? And I said, it's just finding the things to make you happy. I do this brand because I had a, you know, I had a breakdown and I was diagnosed with depression and this kept me going. Mm. And so that's why I do it to give back to other people that maybe, you know, this this ride for mental health thing is my way of trying to spark a conversation about mental health whether you're snowboarding or skiing or bmxing or whatever and you've got a sticker on your snowboard and somebody else sees it and starts talking about it you'll probably find they'll end up start saying oh i've gone through this or my brother or my sister or my wife or my friend or something it's absolutely fantastic and that it's a it's a horrible thing to say that makes me happy because it's almost like saying, well, somebody else's misery is making me happy. It's, it's not that at all. It's more the them opening up, them finding their way to let it out. I was in Sainsbury's yesterday. I was literally buying milk. And I was wearing the, the Ride for Mental Health hoodie. And the, the person who's there to help you on self-service, she just I just heard this voice from behind me go, what's Ride for Mental Health? And I turned around like we talked for five minutes turns out she's been suffering really badly in the last few months with her mental health she was signed off work for a couple of weeks and she followed the instagram yesterday she sent a little message saying i met you in sainsbury's thank you so much this is a little nice little guidance that i need cool that's great fantastic so yeah that's the deepest this podcast is going to get what a lovely (laughs) note to end on (laughs) amazing Uh, oh good on you Thank you so much for your time this evening, mate. No really, way. Really Thank you, guys. Thank you. You, you, you. You're almost um, you're almost up there with Boyd's for the longest episode, I think. Oh, but at eight o'clock, I was like, this, this, this will be another half an hour. That'll be it. It's not how it works. We don't. <laughs> we have we have like obviously set questions we ask, but we, it's all about the chat. Yeah, it's I love it. It's been chat. it's it's been fantastic. You guys are very easy to talk to. <laughs> And very easy to feel relaxed around. We're 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 we're, you know, we're almost getting good at this now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like thirty odd episodes in. Yeah. I feel sorry for people that would come and watch a live show though, because this this like thanks got like five or six <laughs> hours to <laughs> sign their life away. <laughs> like, you're, you're here now. I'm unlocking the doors. Uh. Yeah, that's it. There's no internet cutting out now. No. No, no, it's not. It's not actually means like cutting out. It's just how I. That's how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> I did try and do that once. I was like, 
And then the dog jumped up onto my lap. I was like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm freeze framed. (laughs) Oh, bliss. All right. Well, thank thank you again for your time, mate. We'll, um, we'll keep in touch. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Like, yeah. Send me over any like links or anything. I need to, I need to email you back in there. Um, yeah, no, send you some right. some photos and stuff. It's just it's probably not going to be tonight now because I still. Oh need yeah, to don't, don't stress, <laughs> don't stress. It's all good. Send us some send us some saucy pics. <laughs> that one. There we go. That's, that's the, the one. one. That's that is the, the one. The sideways, sideways one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great work. I'll have to I'll have to go and make a t shirt now with just the, the print on the on the arm, so we've got <laughs> some kind of side print. <laughs> Go like, oh, right. I'll uh, that's been fantastic. Thank you very much. Glad you think so. We had a great time. Thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it, man. Did you expect it to be three hours? (laughs) We never, we never expect anything. We just, we just turn up and it it is what it is. That's amazing. We're all going to get off this now and go. Last, the last time we did a really long one, last (laughs) time we did. Really, when we did the Tom, I said message Darcy the next. Oh, I lost it. Oh, you're back. Message Darcy the next day, and I was like, "I'm completely. It completely fucked me. Like three hours of talking, and the next day I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like completely done in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go upstairs now. She's like, "How was it? I'm gonna go. Yeah. Yeah, it was alright. Yeah, <laughs> it was oh, okay. Yeah. No talking uh, for a while now. Uh, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> Ah, oh, right. Oh, I, do, right. Yeah, I do. I do need to go eat something because I could feel myself a little bit. Then getting a bit like, go. We go get some grub in you. Not these. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. Yeah, Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry if I was annoying. No, 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 no you're, you're, all right, you're, you're a good you're man. Right, <laughs> right on. I'll speak to you guys later. Cheers, buddy. All the best. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.